Hello everyone, I'm Caleb, your GM. A quick word before our show today. Our mic quality isn't really that good, and today you're really going to especially notice it. There's going to be a lot of background noise. I apologize so much for that, and really appreciate you guys sticking with us for the first few episodes where we don't have our mics. Don't worry, in a few episodes, everyone's going to have their proper microphones, and they're going to sound great. Last time on Trailblazers, our players went through the plague lands to get in. They had to get past Mighty Clockwork, who they really had a, a drag-out fight with. And then in the plague lands, they fought some of, them, some of its denizens. And during that, Thaddeus was confronted with the first sign. Doing what he believed was the right thing to pass it, the players ended up at a nice peaceful village with other members of the Plague Lands. There they spent the night, and that's where we pick up here in this episode of Trailblazers. Okay, you wake I'm, up, I'm it is now what you perceive to be the morning. Okay. okay. But you must remember, it is difficult to tell in this mist. But you're rested. You should all get... You guys should all be at full health by this point. So if you're not, put yourself up to full health. I am at full. I never, I never got hurt. Oh, you man. guys got hurt, and I hid. <laughs> he, yeah. he wasn't dumb enough to smack a giant mechanical beast. No, I was smart enough to say I wanted to be a uh, whatever I am with a gun. Gunslinger, yeah. you shot it from so far away. Only, it's better if I'm 40 feet away from the action at all times. Exactly. Mm. So you wake up, and I assume you all, you all come downstairs, and the people greet you again. What do you guys do? Good morning. Good morning, USA. Got a feeling that it's gonna be a. Is it real bright in there? In that dark room there? No, actually. Well, the room, yes, but I can see the screen just fine. I have a good idea, guys. As much as I'm enjoying our time in the Plague Lands and as much fun as it is, how about we just double time straight out of here and stop sleeping and just walk straight through and leave? Full sprint, baby. I agree. Uh, let's. I, I would vote be cordial and saying goodbye, but let's get out of here. Yeah. So I can if go you about... march through the night, you get penalties and things. And when you like, when you end your march, you'll be at a weakened state. So if you happen to get an engagement after you're done marching, you'll be oh. uh, at a dis. At oh. We can fight clockworks anyway. So if we're a little tired, it won't be any different. Clockworks are not the only thing that wander the mists. Don't mm-hmm. worry, guys. Like, guns don't get tired. By the <laughs> way, I'm wearing I'm wearing a T-shirt that says that in, in my. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't get tired of the firemen's eyes than orcs. I have a shirt that says "Guns don't kill people." I do. Uh, so uh, is, is the dude awake? The sure. dude, the big Lebowski's um, here. <laughs> how many more I'm days the until dude. the until the north until we reach the edge of the plague lands? Traveling south. Um. Yeah, we have a map, so we would know. Yeah. You, you do not have a map. Yeah, um, I thought he, I thought the guy wizard gave us a map. Wizard did not give you a map. What a lousy wizard. Yeah, I thought we had a map. What's no, up with that? Does anyone else remember the wizard giving you a map? Yeah. <laughs> For the sake of convenience, he did. He did not. He just gave you directions. <laughs> Good try, word. I'm arguing with the GM on this one. This seems like a land where maps would be like a normal kind of land. You know, I'm going to recommend against arguing with the GM because I really like my stuff and I don't want it to disappear. I really like not uh, being dead. David, you can totally go again. and see if you can find a, a cartographer and buy a map, but you guys never told me you did, so I assume you can. Uh, action. I'll do that I shoot time. the GM. Uh, <laughs> rocks fall, your character dies, roll new character. All right, so. <laughs> but you can totally buy a map, especially when you get to Core Hall. It's a magnificently big metropolis. I'm sure you'll find dozens of cartographers. Indeed. So, you have. Uh, the guy says to you, probably if you are walking, sleep every eight hours, four days max, if you don't run into anything, any trouble. 
And you guys have traveled for five. You're on your – so you have uh, – no. You traveled for four. So you have two mm-hmm. days left before you have to drink another potion. Right. So if we double-timed it in two days, we'd be out. But we still have to be figure out what else is in the plague lens that's going to kill us or get across the big metal dudes. Well, now we know. When we see big metal dudes, we head in the op- we give them a wide berth. We tried that last time. I I clanked across the the plane like He's a. He's not the best at running. Exactly. So you you are what's called the distraction while being <laughs> surged. I don't have to run one. fastest. I just have to run faster uh, than the slowest exactly. person. Exactly. just leave a the, man behind. It's the bear theory. I don't have to outrun the bear. I have to outrun you. You guys, actually, <laughs> I remember like, they the pretty much destroyed Surge, but as for killing people, the only time you saw him kill somebody was when they wrecked all those people who tried to rob you, and they were like stabbing yeah. with halberds, and the guy crushed his head and it like splattered all over the ground. Oh, see, he's giving us clues he shouldn't be giving us. That's right. They stayed yellow until we shot them first. They weren't going to hurt us. It's okay. But that, I, I doubt they're going to let us out of the When you were lands. outside of the plague lands, they looked at you and they were, they were yellow, and then they turned green. And when sick people came out of the Plaguelands, they turned red and butchered them. And when you healthy people went into the Plaguelands, they turned red and tried to butcher oh, them. Oh, right, right, all right. But so now they we're healthy people trying to get out. They keep healthy people out, and they keep sick people in. What It'd be really they... cool if we had a wizard with us <laughs> that could help us with these things. I'm sure. You guys might have some abilities. I know you two know a couple magic spells. Check. You might have something that increases your, your, uh, your ability to march or speed or something. Can someone cloak us as plague people? I have fairy fire. Fairy fire? That's fairy fire? Yeah, I have a pale glow that will outline the subject. Sheds light as the candle does. I have oh, a lot of stuff that I haven't used I guess before. candles probably wouldn't be too good with the mist. They probably wouldn't light. Hey, I have a compass. I have a gun. I have a gun. Oh, that gives you a bonus to survival. Yeah, and I, no, I, I have a, like a magic spell, compass. Oh. Helpful. So anyway, so you guys have... Three days left on your potion, and it the, uh, the guy said it takes four days. All right, we roll out. We're moving. One of the person says, will you play one more song before you go? For the kids. Any, anything but sexy sex. <laughs> we, answer right. in, we answer in Spanish, no. Cue the epic, <laughs> cue the epic sex guy. Right, you play, and the kids are kind of dancing, having fun. And when you leave, everyone uh, kind of crowds around you, and, and they're doing that thing where like they're saying... If you see my brother in car hall, you tell him that, you know, we're still alive, and they're asking all these requests of you that you couldn't possibly, you know, acquiesce to all of them. I just say make a list. Fax me. Yeah, we'll just tag it off one by one. I say talk to that wall over there. That's our complaint department. (laughs) Put it in my objectives uh, area of my uh, HUD. I appreciate that. Very nice. I give you a little waypoint. Skyrim. There you go. There's a waypoint. All right. So, Uh, you guys, are you running? Are you walking? Are you trotting? What are you doing? Jaunting. We're, walk, we're walking quickly. Okay. I'm surfing on my sax case, actually. Are you planning yeah, to... Uh, all right, so you're walking quickly. Are you planning to, to not sleep? Are you gonna, it's up to you guys. If it was up to me, I mean... If, if you're not sleeping, do, you might want to just normal walk. I'm going to say it depends get, on time do, of day. Do, do, do we get any benefits for half sleeping? It, yeah, what if we cut yes. to four hours? I believe if you get... If you're exhausted, which is, the, I think, the worst condition you can get, there's like fatigued and then exhausted. If you rest for one hour, you go from exhausted to fatigue. To go to, from fatigue to normal, you need eight hours. So, yeah, if you ever get exhausted, you can rest and then... Okay, well, let's, let's sleep in four-hour increments. But you won't get back any spells or regain any hit points. 
Or you, and, and, and David, you won't regain any grit, not that you've used any so far. How about this, guys? Let's just roll like that, and if if we come into something and someone loses hit points, then we'll go back to eight hours to restore yeah. people. I, I agree. Until something happens, let's just move fast. Yeah. Even during the nighttime? Yeah. Well, okay. we'll, do, we'll do like four hours instead of eight. So we'll move but, twice but, in the but, night. Yeah, f- fellowship status across Rohan. All right, so you guys are, you leave the town, and the people say bye, and they're very appreciative of your song. And as you are kind of trying a pace, and, and the first day goes by, you only rest four hours, and still going at a good pace. You're getting a little tired. I gotta say, Dom, with all your equipment on. You, Thaddeus. Thaddeus, my apologies. Yeah, come on, man. Thaddeus, cool, with man. all your equipment on, I imagine, actually, your trot. It's probably the same as their walk. So he's got to yeah. run to keep up with us. So yeah, so like, if you guys are trotting, he has to run. So perhaps you guys are walking. Let's just say this: we move as fast as we can move. That's with our I like that. It's not great. Fantastic. Within reason. Great. So you're doing that, and you rest. You know, and you take a break once in a while. Whatever. Day goes by, and uh, it is nearing the end of the second day. We'll say you're halfway through. It's a little after the afternoon. And uh, you guys look, you know, you take out your other potions because you know that you're going to need them soon. And uh, you can see, you can see what appears to be the end of the the um, the play lance because you see the lights of the clockwork. And uh, you have your, your other potions out. And if you if you just ran, you'd probably get out of there before you need your potion. But taking time one with another to avoid them and all that, you're going to need your second potion. You look at it, and uh, where's my Uh, Surge, you look at the potion, and you kind of realize it's it's off color. It started out the same exact color as the first potion, but now it's gotten more and more clear. I hate wizards. You pop it open, you give it a little smell, you give it a little taste, and you realize it's sugar water. Oh, wizards. <laughs> I told Caleb I was going to kill every wizard we came across, and I didn't do it. We should have killed that stupid wizard. All right, so correct me if I'm wrong, but my realization now is gone from junk, get out of the playground, to crap, we're all poisoned and diseased and we're going to die. Well, your first potion will run out in a couple hours. So I assume he conveys it to you. Hey, guys, check your potions. You also check it, just sugar water. They're not potions. Time to haul ass. Time to get a bird or an owl or an eagle and fly the... You, uh, I assume like yeah. you guys are going to want to bolt. Yeah. So you guys begin running. You're running and you're running. And uh, you're starting closer to clockworks. And you have to decide how are you going to handle these clockworks. How far is the clockworks in us from the border? The clockworks patrol the border. But as soon as we step over that border, they're going to leave us alone. That's right. So you that we get past them. They don't want us to get past them. You remember they're very good at grabbing things, including people. Yeah. I if, throw if they your arm, they would snap it. Across the border. They would snap yeah. your arm like a twig if they grabbed it. Yeah. Yeah. go around some. Same as last time? No. Yeah, we, 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 we tried this last time, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we can't, yeah. We, the only way... Yeah, the only way we get... A, well, we don't have to beat them. We just have to distract them long enough to get around them. Just enough smackdown to make it count. Yeah. So you, you guys, I guess like you're saying this as you're running, because you don't want to lose any time here. Exactly. Uh, unless you guys want to catch the plague. I mean, 
if you want to look like those people back in the No, keep going. Okay, so you're running, and uh, as you're running, you notice a particularly large gap in between the two patrolling clockworks. And you're like, okay. So you run out of the plague lands without incident. Dom, you look, Thaddeus, you look back, and you notice the, the, the next patrol that's coming by has the number 7, 7, 7, and 07. That's the same dudes. You realize you have the great feeling that if those clockworks had not preoccupied themselves saving you, they would have not, there would not have been such a great gap. But it delayed them long enough for you to get through. Hmm. So you guys are now out of the plague lands. Yay! Are not entirely sure you don't have the plague. <laughs> there so, was red mist on you, and if you remember what the cat folk told you, that the red mist is a sign for people to know if they've caught the plague. If the red mist after it takes a week to go away, if it goes away and you're not sick, you know you don't have the plague. So we're waiting a week to find it if we're sick. So I assume you guys get a distance away from the plague lands and set up camp. Yeah. So we have a week to kill. In this week, would you guys like to say anything to each other? Any conversations you'd like to have? In the week? Yeah. We're jump. That's a big jump. It is. A big jump. Like all of a sudden, it's going to be a week later. You're saying? You have to wait a week to see if you've gotten the the, <coughs> the, um, the plague. Would you like to talk to each other in that week? Any conversations you want to have? Yeah, let's double back and kill that wizard. Through <laughs> <laughs> the plague lands again. Yeah, let, let's let, let's take a month. No, we're gonna take the month long trip around and kill the sun. Yeah, yeah. Take a vacation. If I'm going to hell, he's coming with me. <laughs> Cue, uh, you, you, fill, you fill, you fill that hell? sugar vial with a red mist and have it delivered to him. Yeah. <laughs> it's a fair itself. Yeah, you know, I don't have anything to say if you yeah. did, don't. No, we would just wait it out and see what's what. We are under silence. Okay, great. It's very boring. Week Do goes we by. The red mist finally comes off of you. Uh, uh, real, real quick. Mm. I spend the week praying. There we go. All right, David, you notice him praying. You also notice... I think you read your Bible. Yeah. You notice he has a Bible. Tried and true Bible. Old Testament, New Testament, just like in your world. Mm-hmm. Spend a week practicing the sex. Just, uh... Very nice. Keeping it tuned and in good condition. And... Okay. I tell Thaddeus that this world really rips off C.S. Lewis in like a hardcore way. <laughs> oh, you mean that witch that happened in another timeline? And I would ask him if he has copyright infringement in this world. <laughs> you, will, you will find, uh, you, will, you will catch many references, many, many, many of uh, things I do. I, 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 I tell them that I already hit agree to the terms and conditions so there's nothing I can do about it. <laughs> Privacy policy left a little bit to be uh, desired, but you know. No, but seriously, I'm kind of, my character is over that. I get it. He has the same religion in this world that we have in the other world. It's Of all the weird stuff I've seen, that's not the weirdest thing, so I'm fine with that. Alright, very good. Um, the week goes by. The mist is finally <laughs> off of you. You stop coughing it up because it comes out of you when you breathe and all that stuff. And none of you have changed. It appears that you're all safe. Yeah. Without the plague, so now it's time to head to, to Core Hall. You make your way. You find a, the old main road that used to lead lead to the to Core Hall, and you travel it. After a little while, you arrive at Core Hall. You arrive early morning. You see these magnificent walls. This is 
something out of like the Roman Empire, David, if you were to imagine it. Except these walls are, are are very large, and they have like ballistas and other siege weaponry built into the walls. It looks like it's it's made to to, to handle a siege. And the gates are closed, and there's a crowd of people waiting outside the gates. And you guys saunter up to the gates. Um, I ask the people why they're waiting. Uh, somebody tells you the gates are going to open in a couple minutes. They close the gates at night. Oh, okay. After a little bit, you hear a horn blow. And you see somebody step up over over the wall. You can see some guy. He's in uniform. And, uh, again, think Roman Empire uniform. And, and he screams down to you and he says, Open the gates! And you hear the loud clang of as some sort of mechanism goes and the gates open up and people start crowding in and the guy's like, Welcome to the capital of the Empire. Welcome to Core Hall. People are flooding in. There's like a litter that's going on by you. And calm people who have packs and obviously coming in with supplies to sell or barter or to buy or whatever. And uh, you guys go in with them. And as you're going in, there's there's officers uh, near the entrance. And one looks to you, Thaddeus. And he points to you and he goes, You, with a tavern. Come here. I approach. He goes, that's a lot of armor and weaponry. Planning to cause any trouble? No, sir. Okay. See to it that you don't. And he points to a clockwork, and it's a statuesque. Unlike the other clockworks that have the lights and they're moving and they're walking, you can hear the whirring and the gears. This mm-hmm. one looks like a statue, completely still. It is a clockwork, and it's not a statue, but it's not making any noise or whatever. It's on standby mode, essentially. And it doesn't have a light. And he, go, he points to it and he goes, because we're not the only ones enforcing the law around here. You remember? Oh, really? All right, go on. Hi, sir. Oh, hi, Move along. Hey, sir. Have a have a blessed day. Move along. Move along. <laughs> uh, these are not the doors you were looking for. Uh, these yeah. are not the clockwork you were looking for. You enter Core Hall. <laughs> Core Hall is a metropolis. You enter. Uh, there's a main road that goes down the center, which is where you're going down right now. You're entering from the north side, and uh, you go through, and you see there's a market district, and there's a residential, just magnificent, and all roads lead to the center. To where you hear great yelling and chanting, and you see a coliseum, a great big coliseum, maybe twice the size of the Roman one in our world. Mm-hmm. You can hear cheers coming out. Yeah! Obviously, some events happening in there. And the palace is a little bit uh, north of it. What do you guys do? There's, you want to go to bar, there's bars, there's anything you want, you tell me, it's probably here. I pull out the scroll and I kind of hold it up in front of my companions. Yeah, I, I mean, Thaddeus, you're the citizen here. I think if if we can just head straight in, if you think you can get us an audience with the emperor, let's get him that, and then we can. We still would ha- be able to go do whatever is we want to do, but I think making this delivery should be the priority. Agreed, but I have warned you, I've never tried this before. Have you ever been here before to the city? Never. Mm-hmm. Well, I think the worst thing they can do is say no. So. Maybe we should just head to the palace and see what's what. Agreed. Okay, you go to the palace. No! No, I'm joking. <laughs> you go to the palace, people are peddling, fresh fish, fresh fish, and, and there's like hookers. You're like, David, like a hooker kind of like cresses your arm and says, hey, honey, you want to relax tonight? I can help you relax. <laughs> it's like a, an elf, a very good looking elf. <laughs> and things like that. And as you go by, I take it you just pay them no mind. 
No. Get to the palace. It's these big metal gates, you know, more ceremonial than anything. They're not very protective. And you get there, and you see a lot of officers, and you see a lot of clockwork <coughs> down there. And um, the, the clockwork are painted different from normal clockwork. They've got, like, red and, and uh, gold on them. And uh, you, every, you walk in. You can just walk in. There's a big vestibule. And uh, there's people you see, like, lined up to talk to somebody at a desk. And, and you stand in that line. You wait. You go up to somebody, and there's somebody who goes, all right, what are you here for today? I request a meeting with the Emperor. She kind of looks up and says, you a citizen? I am. Are you, you are aware, I'm required to ask, you're aware that impersonating a citizen is punishable by death? I am. I'm, I'm from Fastermel. I was raised in Hammer... I'm uh, uh, sorry. I was born in Fastermel and I was raised in Harkenwald. She goes under, she pulls out a notebook and opens it up. A piece of parchment, not a notebook. And, um, yeah, she takes out a ballpoint pen. No, um, and she goes, we have an, we have an availability. You can see the Emperor in three months. Three months. Mm -hmm. We don't have that kind of time. Tell, Thaddeus, tell her it's urgent that I think he wants what we have. We have a delivery that he, time is of the essence with. Uh, I basically repeat what David just said, but... Kind of, I, I show her the, the scroll, but I don't open it, and I say, it's important that we get this into the hands of the Emperor immediately. She goes, oh, it's urgent. Guy, guys, it's urgent. We should put you right to the top of the list. Everybody's urgent. Everybody's got something urgent to say. If you have a delivery, you can go over to the, and she points place out, and they'll give it to him. If they and how long is that going to take? Well, whenever they get to it. And <laughs> More than three months. Worth giving him. Now, can we pull aside where they can't hear us? Sure, if you want to. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I was about to suggest that. Maybe we, maybe Thaddeus, maybe try a little hardball. Maybe ask her, her name so we can say, ask her uh, her name so you can uh, tell her that, so you can tell the Emperor who didn't let us in to give him this scroll. <laughs> you try that? I have an idea. It could be so, sneaky about this. I could distract them with my music and you guys could head in and then just tell me how it goes. Not the most preferable choice, but... Could get us killed. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was about could. to say. Yeah. That's, I, I, I like my head where Irish it is. Them to the I also want to spend some time with that elf girl we saw later on, so... <laughs> Plus, we're not citizens. They might not let us in anyway. Thaddeus, they might, Thaddeus might have to do this alone. That's true. You and I will get yeah, killed, they, and Thaddeus will be... I don't, we, I don't think we get in Do you want to have, like... Do you want me to set up a discussion where everyone can hear you, or can you get out of the frickin' line? She does not look like she's happy to do her job. Oh, no, no, we, we stepped to the side earlier. Oh, okay, so you're going to get back in line to, to do this threatening? How about this? I mean, why is it three months, is it? That's right. <laughs> Guys, listen, maybe there's something she wants that we can give her or help her with. Ooh, a bribe. Well, more like a side quest, but if you'd like to think of it as that. I'll let you do the negotiating for that, then. Okay. So we get back in line. Okay. Well, that's your that's your work anyway, Serge. You're the bard, right? Make her make her see things our way. Yeah, yeah. it doesn't always work like that, but okay. All right, yeah. you guys, can I help you? Yeah, yeah. We uh, actually, I wanted to ask if I could, if we could do anything to help you. She kind of raises an eyebrow and goes, "I don't take your meeting. You get us a clear cut audience straight to the emperor." And in return, we'll do whatever you need to have done. 
I'm sure there's something that, you know, in your life you've been trying to take care of that you can't do to some concern or other, some I, circumstance. I, real quick, while he's doing this, I pretend not to hear them. Roll diplomacy. Him or me? Him, the one who talked. Search. Okay. Oh, crap, I need my dice roller. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Looking for he rolled a 20. Pull, pull up a millisecond count so you can you can hit it at the right time. Uh, Listen, really don't cheat all the time. Just just cheat when we really need it. <laughs> uh, where are you? Where are you? Yeah, I'm I'm pretending not to hear him do this. Are you even? Maybe he's not even. Maybe you're not Gee. even in line with him. Uh, yeah, I'm off to the side. Okay. Dude, I got I got 32. 14. You, roll? you got 32. I knew nice. 14 and I rolled an 18. 32. Well, I will tell you, the DC was 15, <laughs> so you passed. Nice. She, she kind of looks at you and says, all right. She goes, uh, she kind of looks and, and says, uh, let's do this quickly. Okay. I need somebody removed. A hit. From? <laughs> removed? You mean like snuck out? Like like removed from the, from, the earth, from the planet? Removed. <laughs> She kind of gives you a wink. Mafia. Okay. Can you handle that? Thaddeus, you might not want to be here for this. Uh, They're not in line with you. Okay. I'm I'm off to the side, kicking the dirt. All right, I say... I don't hear this. Tell me about this person. She goes, I need to know you can do it first. Speak quickly. We can't take too too much longer. I got this. I can do it. <laughs> Roll another diplomacy. Roll another I got diplomacy. this. Roll diplomacy. <laughs> like actually roll it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Twenty. Can't can't he just use his his uh, uh modifier and not have to roll? What's his modifier? <laughs> Fourteen. Uh, I guess no, I right. got no, don't I got that. She goes I got eighteen. She goes, There's a guy and you hear a fist slammed down next to her and you see somebody who's in uniform leaning over and says you two, over here do you follow them? start shooting <laughs> word? Uh, Sergio? I do I yeah, okay. I'll follow you go over and the guy puts his hands in his pockets and says are you a problem here? because I thought I just heard something I shouldn't have heard no, oh, it's a Caleb. <laughs> it's a Caleb. <laughs> <laughs> no Listen, the Constitution says that you can't. But these are the rules. I, I'm going to plead in the fifth here. There is no fifth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're you're you. So you you. Oh, they have a Bible. When you say I. That's right. When 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 you say I plead the fifth, he thinks you mean the fifth torture instrument that he's going to use on you later. Cat and nine tails it is. Wait, we can't help him right now, either, right? You can do it. I I didn't hear it. I was no, but none of us. We don't know what's going on. You saw it. You just weren't in the line, but you were in the vestibule. You saw him just got taken away with the secretary by an Uh, officer who looks like high rank. Well, you said I had the choice to follow them. It's not that I was taken, right? Well, he said come here, and you followed. Yes, he didn't. He didn't grab you. You imagined he would have if he didn't. Okay, I, uh, Dave, should we try and go after them? 
Let me ask, is this a guard? No, I just meant I was going to give him some suggestions, but I don't think we can yeah, do that. Yeah, this is an officer. This is, a, this is definitely an officer of, of, the I think of the uh, Emperor? Yep, or? he's got a sword at his, his side. Okay. Not Thaddeus. I think if we jump in there, it's just going to make it look worse. What do you say, Word? Okay. You ask if we have a problem here. I ask, why would there be a problem? Sound like there's a problem. Sound like something that I haven't heard in a long time and would never expect to hear in the palace of all freaking places was just about to take place. Sir, we were just he, speaking of personal He goes like business. this, and he, he beckons over, and two guards come over. And he, and he says, um, put these two in the, in the like, not the prison. What do you these, call these, with these two? Who do you mean by these two? The secretary and, and Sergio. What, oh, okay. What do you call a holding cell? Whatever. Put these oh, two in the cell? Rig. Rig. He goes, Stocks. Put these two in the holding cell. Stock it. And they kind of look at each other. And you word, you now notice the guy has a lapel. And it is a red cardinal. And he looks at you and he says, Go ahead. Fight me. Watch what happens. Or go ahead. Put up a fight. Watch what happens. Give me a second. <laughs> what he, do he, he do? He, he, wants to, he wants to know his options at this point. No, no, I already have my options considered. I just need to look at a certain <laughs> detail. I say, see how quickly he can pull out his crossbow. No, no. don't fight. I, 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 I bust I, out my saxophone. Okay. Oh, my goodness. And? Start a bardic performance. And what is this performance? Oh, man, you're going to make me look at the sheet. Oh, you're always making me look at the sheet. Well, I, you would like to actually do something, would you not? Or are you just playing music? You would like to have a, a beneficial <laughs> effect. Hmm. You know, maybe the Red Cardinal signifies he's part of the palace choir that meets once every two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> and then he appreciates music. I mean, we, we never... Uh, to, to quote someone famous from one time long ago, you never know. What do you do? I need an answer. What do you do for a quantum? Hold on. He's going to take your head, Sergio. No, they're just putting him in a cell. <laughs> for bribery. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I didn't bribe anyone yet. I just need to know what you're doing. I didn't bribe exactly. Oh. Um... Hmm. I think I think I'm just gonna If you're looking for damage dealing a performance wouldn't be good but you have some spells that are damage dealing Performances are usually like to help your allies But wait, damage dealing means a we're gonna start a fight with these guys right in the palace? He can do whatever he wants to do No, don't do that please yeah. <laughs> Sergio, what are you doing? Actually, I think I might just do something to distract the guy that's funny. I was thinking the same thing. I was thinking attention. about attention. You know, we see what's happening, right, Caleb? Yes. That is. Maybe we should just make a distraction for. I him. don't actually. Well, I don't actually need my instrument for this. Is is, okay. is is my is my gauntlet on my left hand? One moment, guys. Sergio, what do you do? I'm gonna use daylight. Okay, you're gonna use daylight. What do I have to roll? What? It's a once a day kind of thing. I don't see daylight. What Oh, it's it's under my special abilities and features. And we're going Monty Python, man. Run away! Run away! Touch an object. 
And when you cast a spell, cause an object to shed bright light. Okay, what do you touch? Can it be something that's actually on my person? Yep, can be anything. All right, I just use the sacks. Touch so you that. Touch the, the sack shines bright, and he's like, "What the heck are you doing?" But it blinds him, like that kind of bright. Uh, no. It's supposed to. Let's see. I think well, that's what he was thinking. He does not take penalty in bright light. Somebody like a vampire would. I do. It doesn't. Crap. <laughs> I, I take a penalty to bright lights. No, he, he, he will not receive any sort of penalties for this. No, then should no. I kill it? I should probably Caleb. get something else. They, if you want to do something else, that's fine, since you didn't understand it. Yes, Dom? How many, how many guards are in the, the general? The palace is covered with guards. In the yeah, vestibule, you see probably two groups of three, and just right now... In, the the new group of three that's two guys coming at word with the one guy already there and there's clockworks and standby mode right, around. I'm gonna use a distraction with a bar performance. Okay, you take out your your saxophone and you begin playing and you do distraction. Distraction. It's a non-threatening one. All right. Oh. And you sure you want to do this now? Sure. Why not? Okay. He begins playing and I need to make a ball save. David. Yeah. As a citizen, I have an appeal to the emperor if I get arrested. Yeah, when I <laughs> the first thought in my mind was me and you start fighting each other. Yeah, that me too. Word. word, this isn't going to help you. I don't know if you read it. I was just looking at it. You use this mm. to counter magical effects. Yeah. Hmm. It's like I, I do have a Dave, I do have a spell for darkness. Word, let me help radius. you out here. What are you trying to do? Are you trying to hurt him, or are you trying to what? Just kind of distract him so we can maybe run off. <laughs> you try and distract him so you can run off. Essentially. Okay. Um, Not distracting cacophony. That be. A, let me that see here. Sounds good. Is that a spell? What is that? It is a spell. Yeah. It's a level two spell. So I can use. Three of those in a day. This means anyone who tries to cast a spell while you're playing that song will have a difficulty time. You don't see spellcasters. You see people with swords. Okay, okay. Um, don't have all these things. But you're saying he okay. has to do something before we can do something, Caleb? Actually, yes, how about... Um, the guy asked Word... Uh, the guy was about to arrest Word and asked Word if he's going to do anything. And he still is trying to give me a response 30 minutes later. <laughs> Shush. How about Lullaby? I'm going to give that a shot. Lullaby, where's that? It's oh, at the top of my spells. It's level zero. If you do this, the person gets a, a penalty to perception, and if anyone wants to do a sleep spell, he has trouble resisting it. It will not actually put him to sleep. Right. Mm. What could potentially happen if I lower his perception? Nothing much. I mean, he might not notice these two as they come at him for the very first round. When you come at and then, then we're going to have problems getting out of the palace. You know, in this case, I think I'll just... I'm going to go with... See where this route of be imprisonment takes me. So you're not going to do anything? Yeah. Well... Okay. What do you two? Now you two were trying to discuss something. You see him getting arrested. They're putting manacles on him. And you're saying there's a clockwork in the room? There's four. So there ain't no fighting going on. Yeah, there's no They're fighting. on standby mode. They're not moving or anything. I don't know what that is. What do you think? What if we fight? Distract. Maybe he can get well, away while they break us up. I, I thought about that. There's still other two other groups of guards in the room that could do that. Well, that could break us up. 
Ever heard of hit and run? <laughs> hit and run. Um, not against a clockwork. You can't. Yeah, but so you would know, Dom, that to get out of standby mode, it takes a little bit. The clock will yeah. to wake up, so you'd have a little time to act before they got into the fight. Yeah, David, I do have a spell. Darkness. Um, it's just a twilight. So you want to make everything dark? We grab Surge and just make a run for it. Well, you it's guys know. I mean, this spell causes an object to radiate darkness out to a 20-foot radius. This darkness causes illumination level in the area to drop to one step. From bright light to normal light. From normal light to dim light. From dim light to darkness. This spell has no effect in an area that is already dark. Creatures with light vulnerability sensitivity take no penalties, blah, blah, blah. Magic light sources, blah, blah, blah. And I have a nice little trait. No, special ability. Um... Where is it? Dark vision. So I would be able to see where I'm going. But I wouldn't. Right. I'd, I'd, you'd hold on to me. Yeah. <laughs> it's better than fighting. Yeah. I also Until have dark vision. We do have one other option, which is just let this happen, figure out a way to the Emperor, and then figure out a way to get him out after the fact. Because once we do something, I don't think we're going to get a chance to come back in here. and we'll see the Emperor. be able to escape once I'm imprisoned, too. There might be more to this than meets the eye. Transformers? Oh, shut up. Yes. Yeah, yeah, to be honest, I'm leaning towards just letting them get arrested and we just keep work on the Emperor and we'll get don't him out. About, don't worry about it. I don't think I'll die in there. Maybe if I, the Emperor's I, pleased with us, we can ask him to release him. It was a misunderstanding. I agree. I don't know. Caleb seems a little anxious. Yeah, Caleb pretty much is making faces like you're done if you go to jail. Do whatever you want. Yeah, he kind of is. <laughs> I, shouldn't have, I should turn off my, my Skype. <laughs> my wife says that my well, face is an open book. Listen, Thaddeus, you, you <laughs> at the end of the day, I got to lead up to you because the only thing I got is a gun, and we know that's not going to get us or him yeah. out of here. I, I, I right, don't. Got, again, the running's not going to help us. You have darkness, and I have a thing too. The I darkness know. might help us, though. I, even though we don't even know if clockworks are affected by such a thing, they don't have eyes. They, they aren't, but they're going to take time to to move up. It's not. They're not in attack mode either. And then the other problem is even if I've we grab I've laid my it, clockwork face down. Even if we get him and make it outside the palace, we're right in the middle of a gigantic city filled with them. We can't be outlaws here. No. That would be hunted in the whole empire, and that would be wonderful chase. But again, in, that, the, that, in the darkness, who would know to look at you to be able to say these are the people? That's true. They won't know your faces. Came up to that chick together. Except, except for the secretary at the window. They'd probably sell us out to... Not die. And the wizard, he'll remember us. Yeah, exactly. He remembers everyone. Honestly, I'm right on the fence. Whatever you want to do, Thaddeus, I got your back. I think Mm. one way's not better than the other. They're both bad. I've got just the twilight. Caleb, I'm I'm a citizen. The appeal only works for myself, right? If you're arrested, yes. Mm. Don't get arrested. Uh, You shouldn't have to take this. It's my dumb decision. I approve your dumb decision. To, to, uh, to agree to kill somebody. <laughs> uh, I approach the officer and I ask, what is going on, officer? The guy looks at you and says, stay back, official empire business. Ladies and gentlemen, we are closed early today. Come back maybe in an hour. Officer, you don't understand. He's really, really drunk. Yeah, I mean, look, I'm carrying a saxophone around with shades on. What do you, what do you expect? He, 
he is incredibly inebriated. Do you know this man? He's an acquaintance of mine. A recent acquaintance. He he prefers to drink heavily. He actually was going... I had to pull him off of a prostitute that was trying to get him earlier. What? She was hot. What do you want, man? <laughs> I'm incredibly sorry. I, I need to get him to bed and get him to sleep. Make a diplomacy roll. I want you to make it minus five. Why penalty? What's the minus five stuff? I did a perception check to see if the guy could perceive if Ward was uh, Sergio was drunk or not, and he rolled a natural twenty. Um, so now we're live. Crap. Uh, nine. Nine. Yeah, I I understand what you're doing for your friend, but you don't want to get in trouble too. Back off. What to do, what to do. The darkness was a good idea before he saw your faces and knew what you were up to. Yeah. <laughs> I could try Dust of Twilight. <laughs> um, Is there... He, what, what's what's going to happen? He kind of down and puts his hand on his hilt. What's going to happen to him, officer? He's going to be arrested, questioned, and then depending on what we find, an action will be taken against him. As a citizen, may I request what is the usual punishment? He looks intrigued as soon as you say the word citizen. He goes, it depends on his and uh, whether or not he's guilty and what his actions were. Well, I spoke to a woman about stuff. I haven't actually done anything yet. Hey, so you, look, keep quiet. I, 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 look, I look at Sergio and say, shut up. I, I pull out the scroll. Does it help if this is what we're trying to get? If this is what we're trying to take care of? What is that? I can't tell you. Hand it over. Very well, but I'm warning you, sir. Don't look at it. It's for the Emperor's eyes only. He doesn't grab it. He goes, Emperor's eyes only, eh? That's what the man told me. Who? I couldn't really tell you, sir. Tell you it what. It was hard. You come with me as well. Yes, sir. You leave your weapons here, though. Will I be able to get them back afterward? If you get out, sure. <laughs> what? That's ominous. <sighs> Very well. Damn. Some men disarm you. Are you going to attempt to hide any weapons on you? No. Okay. They take all your weapons. And, uh, but I do request to keep my Bible. They let you keep your your Bible. Sweet. How about they leave sweet. it in the pack? We're not going to touch your pack. We'll just leave cool. it here. Sweet, sweet, sweet. Wait, is this me too? No, you have not walked up. You can walk up if you want to. No, I hang back. Now yeah. I really hang back as to not even be seen as part of the, the trio. Okay. He takes you in the back and uh, Sergio, you get locked up in a Fairly clean dungeon. Pretty clean compared to other uh, prison cells. Can I see where they took him? Uh, yeah, it's like a... When you enter this vestibule, there's a left, a right, and a forward hallway. They took him down the left one. Fine, I, I stay with Serge. What, just however I'm in an eye's view with where he is, I'm sticking okay, with him. Okay, you quickly come yeah. to a spot where you cannot proceed because you're not official. Right, but I stop as close as I can get okay. to wherever they took him. Good. 
Good, good move. Right. They turn a corner so you can't see them anymore, but you know that you're at least as close as you can get. Uh, Sergio, this is much cleaner than like the one you saw the vampires were in. Much mm. better. And uh, still just a bucket. Um, and they leave you in there. <laughs> still just a bucket. And uh, Dom, they bring you to a room. Uh, uh, Thaddeus. And the guy sits down with you and goes, kind of like rubs his temple and goes, I did not expect to have so much excitement today. Alright, start from the beginning. Why is your drunk friend trying to get a, get a, a conversation with the Empire and willing to kill people to do it? And what the heck is this school about? And I advise you not to lie to me and answer succinctly. Very well, sir. I tell him... Ooh. Yeah. Mm. Okay, so I By tell the way, him... You missed the second sign. Huh? You missed the sign. Me? No. Sorry. No, he's talking to me. Does anyone remember what the second sign was? I could read it to you. I don't remember. I, I wrote mine down. I didn't write there, so. Yes. Go ahead, read it, Word. The Red Cardinal will tell you something. You must do it immediately. And the Red Cardinal said, go ahead, resist. See what happens. And he did not resist. Right. It's kind of a sarcastic way of saying things, though, so I wasn't how to. I wasn't really sure how to go on that. Well, none of these signs will appear as you expect them to. No, it's true. Um, I tell him that I met Sergio in a room. I was teleported from my monastery at Harkenwall to the room. Is teleportation a believable thing in this world? Sure. Okay. Because um, a wizard teleported you. Uh, I believe so. How did you afford something like that? I didn't do it on my own free will, sir. The guy kind of like puts his hand in his face and goes, Are you sure you're not the one that's drunk? I know how this sounds, sir, but I promise you as a Christian, I'm not allowed to lie. I, I, is the, is the scroll on the table? Yeah. The guy refuses to touch it. I was given this, and I was told to bring it to the Emperor. I'm simply doing what I was told to do. And you were willing to kill to get that done? Come again, sir? Your friend was making a deal when I came by. It sounded like he was making a deal to kill somebody in exchange to go see the Emperor. So you're willing to kill to get this to him. Is that what you're telling me? I hate interrogations. <laughs> I, myself, am not willing to murder anyone, but if the cause is just and the enemy stand against the Emperor, I am. Roll diplomacy. <coughs> 10 plus 19. Wow, great. Oh, he runs his hands through his hair. You understand that if I... You put me in a very bad position. If this is supposed to go to the Emperor and it doesn't get to him, my head goes on a pike. If this is not supposed to go to the Emperor and I give it to him, my head goes on a pike. You understand where I'm at here? Allow me to take it to him. The point is I'm letting you take it to him. Alright. What does the scroll even say? What is it? Let me check my notes real quick. I know what it says. I'm just trying to remember if I'm not supposed to tell him or not. It says no peeking. Mm. 
no peeking. I'll just hold bring it to You want to bring to the Emperor a scroll that says no peeking. I'm not sure if that's what it's supposed to say, but I was told to bring it to him after I was teleported into a room against my will. And you just believe this person? Why would you do that? Against your will, taken to a place, you're going to listen to the person that's at that place. I find that hard to believe. He has yet to lead me astray so far. Diplomacy again. 17. Okay. We're taking a break from you. Surge, after a little while, some men come and they take you and they put you in a room. And someone sits down. It is not any of the people you've seen so far. You are still in manacles. All your stuff's been taken from you. Except for your clothes. And that goes to you and goes... Mr... What is your name? Uh, Sergio Flores. What, what is your business here today? To be sexy. Sexy. <laughs> and to be a man. I see where this is going. You're going to find that things go a lot better for you if you cut the crap. Well, how do you cut crap? You don't want to do that. It already smells. You don't, you'll get it on a knife. <laughs> That's disgusting, man. You don't do that. He looks, he, he looks behind to his partner who's just kind of like shaking his head like, I ain't getting into this. <laughs> did you or did you not attempt to bribe an official of the Empire? Bribe? No. We were just having a little chit-chat. Okay. All right. You want to do this the hard way? I thought she was cute. I was he trying just, to get a number. He adjusts his coat. He gets up and he leaves the room. And you're left alone again. Back to you, Dom. Uh, Thaddeus. Alright. Your friend is in a lot of trouble. Do you know what the punishment is for bribing an official? I would assume it's death. Close. It's life. In New Folsom. I kind of... Like, I... I like, you, you, I get, I'm sure you can understand how my face is supposed to be looking right now. Like, my jaw's got kind of almost dropping. Yeah. Your friend's looking at that, if he's found guilty. And we will find out if he's guilty. Your only way out of this is if you are telling the truth, which, personally, I think you might be. It's too freaking ludicrous to be made up. With respect, sir, there's only one way to find out. Are you here with anyone else? There's a third. Is he gonna kill anybody? No. Why are you? Why did you have? Why did you walk into the palace with all these weapons? I haven't had. I haven't been able to find a place to put them aside as of yet. I'm on. I. If you know anything about us and, Christians, enough, sir. Enough, enough. Yes, sir. Without a word, he gets up and he leaves the room. Back to your word. The guy walks in back, and you see somebody who is in the uniform of a wizard who works for the Empire. And the person sits down, and he goes, let's try this again. Give me a second. Uniform of a wizard, you said? Yep. Stupid wizards. Yeah, well, I was about to say, what did you say about wizards, Dave? <laughs> well, I can't see what's going on, but yeah. the only good wizard is a dead wizard. Or the kind that says, you shall not pass to a flaming demon. 
Yeah, that, that works too. I need you to make a will save, Ward. To save my own will? Alright. Oh, please pass this. We'll see what happens. Got a 5 plus 7, so that's 12. What am I looking at? Is this bad? This is probably bad. <clears throat> the Emperor is not as forgiving as I am. <laughs> <laughs> true, Senor Vida. Very true. Alright, you got 12? Yeah. Yeah, he goes, why were you here today? I was here with these other two lovely, wonderful gentlemen that I came with to deliver something to the Emperor. What were you trying to deliver? Well, not my best performance. <laughs> this, this scroll over here that I believe you now have in your possession. Did you or did you not attempt to bribe an officer of the Empire? First... We tried to have our message sent directly to the Emperor. Yes or no, please? We were... Maybe. Take five points of damage. You feel pain rack through your body. Almost like, you know, you get electro- electrocuted real quick. Quick little zap. Yes or no? This is not an interrogation, this is torture. Take six points of damage. Oh. Feel electricity again. Yes or no? Sure, fine. Okay. You're only going to hurt yourself. You won't I get said hurt yes. if you tell the truth. I said yes. That's all we need to know. And the guy leaves the room with the wizard. It's not like cast on you, by the way. It's called interrogation. And every time you lie, you get hurt. The DC was 14. Thaddeus, the guy comes back in the room and says, Well, your friend admitted to it. He took some motivation. I am bound by law to take him to trial now. You're telling me to avoid all that because of a scroll that says no peeking. That's what you're asking me to do. Yes. But Name one reason why I should. If you're wrong, with all respect, officer, your head ends up on a pike. Roll diplomacy. Uh, 18. Congratulations on three successful diplomacies. You passed. There he goes. I'm going to kill myself. Come with me. Give him back his stuff. <laughs> no, not the weapons. Just his pack. Sergio, somebody comes to you and they unshackle you and they say, Come with us. If you make any moves, we'll put you down. You're giving right. back your stuff, but not your weapons. And not your instruments. He goes, Your third friend, where is he? You're asking me? No, he's asking Thaddeus. The last I saw him, he was in the vestibule. What's I'm not sure where he would be. Um, I try to give a vague description of what right. David looked like. Somebody comes into the, the area where you are, David. Mm-hmm. And somebody goes, David Cohen, step forth. I step forward. You, come with me. I go. Give me your weapon. 
Okay. I hand it over. He takes your weapon and your and your bullets. And he goes, what manner of clothes are these? <laughs> Never mind, I don't want to know. Yeah, exactly. So you three get taken, and, and, and you, you go up, and you go into the palace, and you see it's actually rather fanciful, but it doesn't look like anything was built new. It looks like it's all stuff that was when the house was first built. Yeah. And you get to these big, tall double doors. And the guy turns around to you and goes, You speak when you're spoken to. I swear, I can't believe it. Alright, go in. We're not going in with you. The doors open up. This giant cathedral like room with these tall pillars. Tall, there's like four on your left, four on your right, and there's like four sets of them. Magnificently huge windows. In front of you is a line. Like, if, if you're looking at it, it's, it's horizontal to you, of clockwork. And these clockwork have looked, again, different than many of the clockworks you've seen. What well, Dory, one, one day, guys, you'll see an average clockwork. <laughs> one day. You saw it when you entered the palace. Uh, the, um, <laughs> the capital. And they're, they have, like, a, a small sculpture on their face. Like, you know how the other ones are kind of flat and they have those things on the sides? Mm-hmm. These, these look. These look more human. No, these have. The, not the helmet, but just the face. You can click on that image. Just the face there. They have that where their face should be. Mm. Um, for the audio listeners, it's a, it's a, it looks like a person who's crying mm. with just a single tear. And that's on the face of all the clockworks. And behind that is a figure. You assume to be the emperor, but you can't really see him. He's very obscured by this line of clockworks. And you hear somebody say, which you assume to be the emperor, I'm supposed to be at the Coliseum right now. I'm supposed to be enjoying a good day of games and fun and entertainment and free bread. Instead, I'm here. Because I was told that I had some things to deal with. And then. You're brought to me. I have one question for you. Tell the truth. I promise you that lying will not get you what you want. Where are each of you from? I speak up first. I was born in Faster Mill, Your Royal Majesty. I'm from New Jersey. <laughs> Where is New Jersey? Nowhere in this world. What's your meaning? I'm from another world. Hmm. I am here today when I should be somewhere else. Just happened to be here in time for you to arrive. So that I can be here when you arrive. An oracle visited me the other day. Claimed to be a prophet. Said to me, three people would visit me. And one would be from another world. And here comes three people, and one is from another world. I believe in coincidences, but this is too outrageous. He puts his hand on the clockwork and it steps aside. And you now can get a good view of the Emperor. The Emperor is surprisingly young. <laughs> in his 20s to 30s, late 20s to early 30s. Here is an image of his clothes that he wears. Uh, 
um, for those who are on the audio podcast, it's uh, kind of like a gold breastplate with a purple um, cloak, and it's got like the what do you call it? Like you know, like the the Caesar headdress, yeah, all of the, and uh, the like. And he goes, "Now that's just an outrageous coincidence, don't you agree?" No, we must imagine that the emperor speaks better than I can. Unfortunately, I have to play somebody who's erudite and intelligent, and I am the opposite of that. <laughs> so imagine he speaks with more, with better language than I do, with more better language than when I say more better. Wait, wait are we talking to the emperor right now? Yeah, we are. Right? Yeah. Okay. And he goes. Oh, just I believe you have something for me. Uh, I pull out the scroll. He pulls out his hand. Hmm? He holds out his hand. I approach him, and I place it in his hand. He opens it up, looking at you, then he, he glances at it, kind of smiles, and kind of mumbles. And he smiles even bigger, and he closes it up, and he goes, Durant! And you hear somebody come down, and you hear, yes, my lord. And you see a black man, he's got a goatee, and he's wearing a beret. And uh, he, he goes, get these three a room. Give them whatever they want. You three will join me for dinner, won't you? I'm not opposed. <laughs> yeah, I, I look at the other two and I say, of course, your majesty. Good, I'll see you tonight. Duran, give them whatever they desire. If they ask for it, make it available to them. And uh, a word in your ear, Duran. Make sure that they're thoroughly washed. <laughs> he goes, ask for whatever your hearts desire as you three. You have given me a great gift. Tonight, we will be having a great discussion. For now, I have other matters to attend to. And he leaves without so much as listening for a response. Or he, they, you leave. They take you away. You guys are brought through the palace and, and, and uh, without any problems. And now that you're in the inner palace where the public doesn't go, it's very nice. And each of you are brought to your own room with a great big fluffy bed. Each of them has a personal shower in it, which is very rare in this time. Only rich people have that. And Duran addresses you and he goes, Gentlemen, if you need anything, you simply request it. Your heart's desire. Though I do warn you, we do not... When the Emperor took over, he disbanded all the harems that were in the palace. But if you do wish services of that kind, I can arrange for you to go. There are many places in the Empire which will service you. But we're not all together, right? We're in three separate rooms? Yes, all right next to each other. He addresses you before leaving you in your rooms. Dresses you together. He goes, enjoy your time here. If you need anything, simply ring your bell. And he and he leaves you three. What do you three do? I make sure Sergio is okay. Yeah, I think I'm alright. Thank you for asking that. Well, I think we should just uh, wash up and rest and wait for this dinner. Where clearly we're going to get at least some kind of answer. I agree. Some some nice clothes might be in order as well. Yeah. After a while, all your weapons are brought to your rooms. Nice. No, I lied. That doesn't happen. I take it back. Uh, I have a better idea. No, that does not happen. Your, your saxophone is though. Word. Okay. But your weapons are not. Okay. Um. Is there anything you guys want to do? Um, no, 
<laughs> Wait, maybe. Uh, well, when kid, we have to ring the bell to get anything, right? Yeah. What time right. of day is it? You got there early morning, so it's like maybe eleven to twelve. How long till? You assume dinner will be five, six, seven hours. You guys say. Oh, go ahead. You go first. Let's ring for a meal and uh, maybe fresh clothes. Yeah. For the, just to wear for the dinner. You do so, and a servant comes and goes right away, and they, they size you, and they, make, they bring you clothes that are perfectly fit for you. For the first time in your game here, David, you're now wearing traditional clothing. The clothing isn't particularly fancy, but it definitely isn't ragged, um, which is kind of surprising to you. Um, you'd imagine they would have very fancy things here, but they don't, so deal with it. Even the emperor, he was wearing those clothes. He wasn't like decked out in gold and platinum with a big crown and a throne made of gold. No. It seems rather less rich than you'd expect somebody who's the charge charge of the entire empire to be. Um, And they bring you uh, some food, and it's, again, pretty good food. Not the best. And uh, you guys are eating together. Uh, After we're done eating and I assume we're all washed up. Sure. I just, want to, I just want to snoop around the palace. Sure, there's obviously, they don't let you go everywhere you want. Uh, matter of fact, they don't give you much room to go anywhere. They keep you near your room, but uh, they let you go to a couple areas. There's the, some gardens and places like that. Is there a library? Sure is. Sweet. They let you in. I figure... Powerful people keep a lot of important stuff in the library. By the way, the hallways are all lined with clockwork statues. Uh, which are real clockwork. Darn it, and I was going to steal a book. Stealing. Alright, um, what else do I have to do before dinner? Listen, guys, I'm going to take a nap. They can wake me up when it's dinner. Anything we do is probably just going to lead to yeah. trouble. Yeah, <laughs> You well, not what I'm going to do. Okay. All right. Yeah, um, I, I got to take a nap, too. Okay. Dom, you're woken up by screaming. As you see, you look out your window, and you see uh, the girl who was at the was the secretary. Mm-hmm. And it's brought out to the courtyard and shot. Mm. Aside from that, nothing else interesting happens. Dinner time. Somebody comes. Duran comes to your guy and says, "Would you please follow me?" We acquiesce to his request. Okay. You're brought to a long table. I don't know if you ever seen the first Batman movie, but there's like this long, long table in this room. There's like suits of armor and stuff like that. Pretty much like that. Michael Keaton or like, Christian Bale. Like, okay. And there's like a, a chandelier, Ugh. candles all lit. You guys sit down and. Uh, and eventually the emperor comes in, Valerian comes in. He comes in, he sits at the head of the table, and he goes, Friends, you have brought me delight. Tell me, do you know, and he puts the scroll down, why did you bring this to me? We were told to, Your Majesty. Do you know what they said? No peeking. I can see by your faces you do not. No doubt, some point, 
at least you two, have seen dragons come and go from Korhal. They come and they visit and I make my deals with them and they help us fight the orcs. Okay. And I'm sure you've heard the rumors that it's the undead ride these dragons. Preposterous rumors to be sure. Well, of course they're true. I have been hiring these dragons ever since my father did. When I usurped him, I've hired them as well. They're an advantage in the war. This scroll here, well, I'm not going to rob the pleasure from Alex. Alex, in comes a woman. And she looks like this. For those audio listeners, it looks almost like a brown leather jacket with gauntlets and a breastplate, which kind of has wings by the shoulders. And she's also wearing a um, beret. And she walks in and goes, Emperor, and goes, here are the three men. She goes, don't look like much. Please, explain to him the situation. Officer Mahone here was in charge of the giants, uh, the, the giant front until we whooped them. And now she's in charge of the dragon situation. And he kind of gestures to her. And she, she lays out the scroll. And now you see, you see on the scroll is a map instead of the words, no peeking. She goes, here and here, and she points on the map, are the locations of the dragon's nesting grounds. We have been looking for this for a long time. And it's no, war, it's, no, uh, it's no wonder we weren't able to find it. This here, we'd never go here. No one would ever go here. This is the, this is, you have to go through the land of the horned men to get through here. And the emperor looks at you and goes, let's cut to the chase. These dragons at any time, they're mercenaries. And anyone can pay more than I do to have them turn on us. And they could rain fiery death down all the towns of the Empire. Because we let them in here. Because we think they're friendly. At any time, they could come into, the, come into my palace. Come into my throne room. And cause a fight. I have been looking for a way to get out of the oppressive hand. Of the lich that controls these dragons. On this map is their breeding grounds, the location of the lich, and where the dragons reside, and where his undead riders are produced. I have a deal for you. You help me, and I'll help you. I want to get out of the thumb of this lich, and to do so, Alex proposed a plan. Alex? We go to the nesting grounds. <laughs> what? No, Alex, it's just the way you said it. Uh, we're we have a plan. Alex, what's the plan? <laughs> she goes. We have nest. Goes. We're going to attack the nesting grounds, and we're going to kill their eggs so they can't make any more dragons. And then when they go to protect them, we're going to attack the lich head on. All his dragons will be distracted, trying to stop their eggs from being destroyed. And I need a group of men willing. To go fight dragons. I understand that you went through the plague lands to get to me. Very brave. Very brave indeed. Also very legal, and I don't appreciate that, but we all have to do what's necessary. 
You hear a, a door open. Walking in comes a catfolk girl. It is the queen. Dressed very nicely. Uh, a lot of the people you see here, like the noblemen, are kind of pomp and pompous and such. And But she is more of a, mm, a casual beauty. She doesn't look like she came from noble blood or anything like that. Just kind of like there's like a kindness about her. Not so harsh as, as the emperor. She walks in. The emperor turns around and goes, I thought I was told... And she kind of smiles and goes, Emperor. She walks in and she goes, I heard you had guests. And he goes, I do. I thought you were supposed to be out visiting the orphans today. And she smiles and goes, I'm about to leave. And she, she's carrying something. And, and kind of leans, uh, Valerian kind of leans back in his chair. And she comes over and says, and she puts down a plate and you see a bunch of baked goods. And she goes, I made these for you three. He goes, no doubt my husband is going to send you on some adventure. And I'm sure you're going to want some sweets to go along with you. And the emperor kind of smiles. And this is the first time you've seen him smile, yeah. Uh, aside from when you handed him the scroll. And um, and she kind of she kind of smiles. What do you guys say? Or do? Thank you. <laughs> it's very much appreciated, milady. Good option. She kind of smiles yeah. and, and almost giggles to herself a little bit. Kind of smiles and laughs a little bit. You're welcome. And uh, and she looks at you and goes, "Are you perhaps a musician?" Uh, yes. And you see the emperor kind of puts his hand in his head and goes, "Here we go." And she goes, "I am one too." Really? What do you play? I sing. Perhaps one day you could come and play a song for us. It would be my own. Well, I do have to go, as the Emperor said. You sexy sex. <laughs> you three have a good day, and you stay safe, all right? Don't let my uh, husband tell you what to do. She walks away, and you see Valerian kind of follows her with her eyes as she walks out. And he kind of smiles, and, he, and they turn, and with his head still, like, behind, like, to you like this, the back of his head, he kind of says, turns around, looks at you, and says, that woman... <laughs> It's the most important thing in my life. I have to sit here as those dragons come and they come into my throne room where my wife eats, where she sleeps. I have to deal with that. If you help me protect her, you will be the best of friends. And believe me, it pays to be my friend. I do not forget my friends. You will not only be helping the people of this empire, who at any minute could have fire rain down on them and have their lives taken from them, but you will protect the one who I love most. I would see this world in ashes if it meant that her and I would still be around to walk them. Are any of you married, men? I am. Then you can understand. Is there anything you wouldn't do to protect your wife? No. is of course your choice and I'll give you time to consider it but your service would mean the protection of thousands of lives I'll let you think it over Duran Duran comes back and it appears that Duran must be his personal servant or something and he says go get the rider well, sir he just got back I'm aware of that go get the rider 
Yes, sir. That's the first person you ever saw talk back to the emperor. And the emperor didn't seem to mind. And he goes, uh, as for that, let us talk about more jovial things. Tell me about your adventures. And food gets served. Where to begin? <laughs> Should I start with the song? <laughs> Please do not. <laughs> well, come on, my brother. Performances are world-renowned. Your, your majesty. Your highness. I, I didn't say that. I just... Shiny uh, highness. For the sake of time, I tell him the whole story up to yeah. the moment, only leaving out what I was told to leave out. Okay. Are we leaving out the man in the white suit? Yeah, we are. Yeah, I don't mention that part at all. He goes, you've come a long way and you've believed a lot of people who you, shouldn't be, who you have no reason to believe in. Come do this for me. And you, David, you don't even know me or anyone in this world. So tell me, I'm very interested, just out of pure curiosity, why you would come and risk your life for people you don't even know. That's not quite the way I look at it, but I'm happy if that's a byproduct of what I'm doing. Mr. Cohen, if you do this task, if you do decide to do it, or even if you don't, I promise you that I'm going to do everything in my power to get you back to your family. I mean, I don't even know if it's possible, but I will have my men look into a way. I have heard and I have actually met. I have a friend of mine who <laughs> traversed dimensions, and I will ask him. It's not impossible to traverse different planes. As a matter of fact, if you ever met any elementals, which I'm sure one of you had at one point or another, they come from entirely different planes. They're commonplace. Well, as common as you can expect. Uh, some strawberries get brought into him. And on a plate, it's a small amount of strawberries, and he kind of looks through, and he picks one up, and he, and he eats it, and he waves it away. And he goes, it's good, and they, they leave, and he goes, brought away. And uh, some fruit comes in for dessert, and you guys eat dessert. And he uh, says, well, I'll give you what, how about um, three days' time? In that time, I implore you, go out and to enjoy the spoils of Cornwall. Enjoy what it has to offer. You go look at the people that you can protect. You see if they're worth protecting. As for now, I must excuse myself. An emperor is a busy man. And he gets up. If you guys are considering using anything I've told you here today against me, just remember, as much as being my friend comes with benefits, being my enemy comes with disastrous consequences. And he leaves. Uh, I, I rise as he gets up. Very good. What do you guys do? You're at the dinner table. Uh, is there anyone else in the room? Uh, Alex left with him. There's a couple servants. Okay. The clockwork's lining the wall. I'll get up and uh, excuse myself. Okay. Since we're done eating. Alright. Um, look at David say, uh, the conversation is probably best reserved for quieter locations. I agree. Let's go. I think we should go find somewhere private and uh, discuss this. Agreed. All right. So you guys go to your bedroom or the garden or the library. Which would you like, or another place? What, whichever is the most secluded of those things. Where you go where? to one of your bedrooms. No one's going to bother you in there. 
you're all in one of your bedrooms. Sweet. Uh, <laughs> the rope right. Who's bedroom? David. <laughs> I, I turn to them and I say, um, this is kind of a common theme, but again, uh, where I'm from, dragons are a story, not a reality. He wants us to kill dragons. Is How doable is that? Have you guys ever come across a dragon before? I, I, I missed something. We're going to go back just a moment. When, when okay. Alex was uh, Officer Mahomes explained the plan, she was talking about sending a, an assault on the lich's lair to distract the dragons while you guys went and attacked the eggs. I left that. So, so we don't have to kill a dragon. There may be some young dragons around. She would expect that the, the, the eggs weren't be completely left alone. Yeah, but the lich would bring all his protect. dragons back to protect himself. Okay. Okay. So fight again. <laughs> Can we kill a dragon? Even a baby. Drakes. You probably could. Drakes. Pray yeah, that, just pray that there's no there. no full grown dragon at the nest. The Emperor didn't exactly say what entails on this journey, like going over to that nest. Like things not. involved in getting there. He did not. So there's a lot you being did, left out. You probably expect he did not want to reveal a plan to somebody who has not yet agreed to, to do it. True, true. That's, that's understandable. I asked them, uh, I turned to them and say, other than, uh, I, turned to, I turned to them and asked, uh, as far as I go, the, white, the man in the white suit didn't say anything about us having to complete anything past that scroll. So we don't even know if this is in line with what we're supposed to be doing. We have no mandate. We did what we were supposed to do. Now it's just the world's our oyster. The way I see it. And the only thing he really offered is maybe a way to send me home. He didn't really offer us <laughs> too much of a reward for something that sounds insane. Uh, friendship with Valerian could prove very beneficial in our greatest times of need. It very well could. Well, I'll be with you guys, but being the friend of an emperor in a world I don't even live in. <laughs> doesn't appeal to me, but if it appeals to you and I can help, I will. Well, we've been stuck here once already. This time, what if it happens again? For some unknown reason. Even though I wasn't told this, I get the sense that finishing this gets me back home. If this is what needs to be finished. I hope the best for you, Dave. We're going to try and make it happen. Agreed. So leave the doors open. So you guys think we should take it Request? I do. It. Think about what other choice do we have? Saying no to an emperor. One can come to regret that decision. True. Then let's tell them we'll do it. Worst of the worst is we could always, I guess, disappear <laughs> as best we can if things don't go our way or we change our minds. So you have a couple days before you're going to meet with the Emperor again. He said go out and enjoy the town. What are some things you'd like to do out in the town? I want to find um, maps. I want to buy maps of sure. any, any known land. I want that map. The guy charges you 10 platinum, which is 100 gold, and he gives you a map of the area. No, but I want to buy maps of all known areas. 
All right, he gives you a, he gives you this map. Uh, you click on it to enlarge it. Will you freaking what happened to my keyboard? There we go. Uh, I have a file in case you can't get it down. I got it. Uh, the first one, click on it, enlarge it. And now we know by looking at this map the place where the emperor was telling us we're going. He did not mention the name of the place. Son of a gun. Well, I guess you no. Know, they pointed it on the map. They did. Yeah, he pointed right. So up north by those mountains where there is no labels. North of Tomlin. North of Tomlin. And where are we again? Oh yeah. Oh. We were in Mountain Creek in the Plaguelands. Carl's in red in the middle of all that yellow. Oh, yeah. So it's north of Tonlu. Okay, that's... That's quite, that's quite a good bit of a trek. You, you guys were in a town south of Tonlu. It's not on the map, but that's where you started. A town okay. south of Tonlu. It's going to say Mountain Creek is actually... That was part of the Plaguelands, right? So yep, that's yeah, north of Plague people. So we're going to have to go back through the Plaguelands to go to where we're going? Around this time, I'd recommend... <laughs> don't tell me we're backtracking through the playlist. Well, we don't have potion anyway, so there's no going back to the playlist. Yeah, yeah, yeah we'd we'll have to take a month-long trip around there. All right, then let's uh, ring the bell and let them know we're going to do it. Oh, we have three days. I'm sorry. I'm and sorry. you just bought a map. You're out in the town. Um, there's bars. There's whatever you want. There's If you want to name it, it's probably here. Let me look up what's in Core Hall real quick. A million things. You can go to a game at the Coliseum. They run maybe twice a week. Um, what's in the market district? Markets. Anything you want to buy. Fruit, vegetables, supplies. Prostitutes. Prostitutes. That's, that's kind of the... <laughs> I was going to say, let's go to the blacksmith. Yeah. Um, Could use better weapons. All right, you go, blacksmith. And when the blacksmith sees your car, he says to you, I'm sorry, I can't serve you. And he goes, and he points in your car, and you see a mark that wasn't there before, and he says, this is an emperor's seal. I can't serve anyone with this. Why not? Because that's what the seal says. It says, do not serve this person. Question, who can serve us? No one. Then how do we obtain weapons and whatnot? Not my problem. How did I get the map? You bought it with 50 gold. Uh, with was, that's 100 gold. It's, it's not the same as weapons. I think I think he's prohibiting us from carrying weapons during he, our time here. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, hmm. I go to an armor. This says do not sell weapons, armor, or magical items. Crap. Hmm. Maybe we'll just have to talk to him about it three days you from now. You guys have no memory of anybody grabbing your cards and doing this. You, you did not see this happen. This is a surprise to you. Maybe it was a magical seal that was thrown on there without our knowledge. Possibly. Probably when they took our stuff and arrested us. Yeah, um... How about... How about we swing by the, Col- the Colosseum and see what's in there? Yeah. You go there. 
And there's a gladi- gladiatorial games, and people are giving away free bread to everyone who attends, and drink and stuff. And so you get some wine and bread, and and you see a a, a battle take place, and um, hmm, here's somebody go. We have a special treat today. Today we have the only champion to ever survive the Colosseum. He's cheering, I'm excited. And he goes, I give to you Nova Terra! And this girl comes out, and she's decked out in all this like armor, and it looks very nice. It's not the crap they give gladiators. And they're like, yeah! And he goes, if you guys remember Nova One, when she rallied the other gladi- gladiators to her side, and they were able to take down five chariots with only ten men with nothing but swords! Yeah! Who was here on that day? A bunch of people roar. And he says, Today, we double the stakes. Ten chariots. With nothing but Nova and five men at her back. And uh, you guys watch this. And swords? And swords. Okay. Yeah, she actually has a polearm. And uh, you watch this magnificent battle. And they have all the strategy and stuff. And and to win, they end up overturning one chariot and kind of using it as a barrier to block another one and they overtake that chariot and from there they grab the guy's bone and take it out and they win and Nova and one other person is is alive. The other person's on the ground all bloody and she's looking up and you see uh, and, and she's looking around and the whole crowd's putting their thumbs down, thumbs down and some are putting up. Or, or What are you guys doing? Are you thumbing up or thumbing down? Thumbing up. 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 You thumb up and... The rest of the crowd agrees, and she lets the person live. And as she's walking out of the the, the gladiator, the guy's kind of stand the the, the the coliseum. The guy kind of stands up, and he's kind of holding his side. And an arrow comes him in the chest. He looks back, <laughs> and Nova has a bow. She drops it, and she leaves. And you hear, yeah! everybody's roaring, and they're all excited. Holding takes about a couple hours. And then you know the coliseum's kind of emptying out. Uh, word, were you serious? Do you want to go find a prostitute? Yes. Okay. Name I'm not your... saying. I'm not saying what I'm gonna. That That's I'm gonna fine. Name whatever race you want. This is this is the capital. Name a race. It's they have a prostitute there. Eh, just the one, the elvish one. Do you want to go find? You want to go find that elven girl? And a cute one who greeted us earlier. Two. Oh my goodness. Okay. Hey, I didn't say I'm actually. Hey, gonna Thaddeus, you want to come along? Huh? You want to come along? I'm good, like thank you. Guy. Need That's... some temporary companionship? I'm fine. <laughs> Alright, where'd you go? Davey going? No. Of course not. Where'd you go? And, and you find uh, the lady, and she's like, Hey, honey, I remember you. It's hard to forget somebody with a, as big an instrument as that. <laughs> Winky face. Hit the yeah button. Hit the yeah button. <laughs> you take her services? Um... Well, go into a room with her, but not exactly to take her services. Oh. Towards, just to talk to her. You want, you want, literally want temporary companionship. Yeah, and okay. a conversation. Do you want to act out this conversation? Um, no. I mean, generally it's just, I kind of feel at home with prostitutes sometimes just because. Oh, I get you. So you like, are you offering to take out to a bar instead of going to her room? Yeah. Yeah, have a drink and just kind of chill. She goes, whatever. As long as you're paying my rate, I'll do whatever you want. 
<laughs> Alright, you go. What is your rate by the. Uh... Um, we'll say. Actually, it doesn't matter because the Empress said they've got me covered, right? He did. When she sees your card, she charges you nothing. Okay. And, uh, you guys don't see Sergio for hours. <laughs> he walks off with this big, busted, very good looking elf to a bar, and you see him not. Mm. Uh, David, is there anything you want to do? Well, we're kind of stuck if we can't buy uh, armor or weapons, but do you have knowledge of a dragon? Because if you, uh, as far as defeating a dragon, if not, I suggest we try to find someone who does. Maybe. None, and none, and I agree. Hmm. So maybe we need to go to uh, a bar and try to find some warriors and see if they have any ideas. Uh, I'm not sure if warriors. No, I, you know, I agree. You ask around for the most popular bar, and they recommend the Green Chamber. You go to it. Uh, there's a crowd, everybody's talking, and all that stuff, and, and you ask around, somebody goes, only person I know who's ever fought a dragon is... Caleb did not bring up the name. Is... Bob. Jaren. Yes. He runs the orphanage sure. over in uh, over by the Coliseum. Okay. Yeah. So uh, we go there. You go. You go to an orphanage, and it looks like it's newly built. Uh, it was built in the recent years. And uh, you go there, and you see a bunch of kids, and they're all kind of like just having fun. I mean, think of like the the terror stories you hear about orphanages in our here on Earth. And now imagine the opposite. This seems like a great place. It's fantastic. And it's a place for, it really is a place for kids who don't have a home, to have a home. And you go there and you ask for Jaren. They're like, why do you need to see Jaren? Oh, oh, did you find a, 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 one of the, a poor boy who doesn't have a family? No. Call it a personal request. Well, sure, I'll, I'll, let, I'll let him know. She leaves and a couple later you see a guy comes back and, he, and he's a guy and he has this big scar on the side of his face from his ear down to his chin like a half smile but under here mm. and he comes over and he goes how can I help you folks and his smile is like a very genuine smile and you were told that you fought a dragon the smile goes away why don't you guys come in here and he kind of leads you away from the kids into a room and he goes sit please um, what do you want to know? Well, well let's just say... Do you mind if I ask why you want to know? You're not planning to go fight a dragon, are you? Well, without going too into uh, details that we just can't go into, our intention is not to fight a dragon, but there's a chance we might have to fight a dragon. Oh, and we thought God. you might know something about that, or we were told you might know something about that. I had to fight a dragon once. Uh, I didn't slay the beast, but I survived, and that's more than a lot of people can say. Oh. You know, when we met the dragon, my friends we were terrified. And I'll tell you the key to surviving a dragon is to have your wits about you. You need to, to know that you're a creature and this is a creature. And that's it. You don't need to be terrified because it's bigger, because it's got huge jaws, because it can fly. 
You're a living creature and it's a living creature, which means you both bleed. Keep that in your mind. They were terrified. They lost the battle from the start. I survived because I never gave up. You see a dragon first, steal yourselves. Don't let it get to you. Then you'll, you'll lose before you even start. Then you just hope that it flies, because once it flies, though you can't attack it, if you're trying to kill it, you want it on the ground. But if it flies, you got a chance. You try to hide, get under something to avoid its breath, maybe it'll just leave you alone and think it's, it's food not worth fighting for. Do they have a, a weak spot? Um, so let me tell you this game. This is the second time this has kind of come up when you guys kind of fought the clockworks. In Pathfinder, we don't have weak spots. Oh, uh, it's can. just a, it has a certain right. amount of hit points right. and we either killed or... I gotcha. Now you can shoot certain parts of the body for certain effects. Less attack, you shoot them in the head, you can confuse them. Things like that. Um, if you, like, break their leg, they, their move speed is half. Things like that. But there's no... If you hit them in the eye, you do bonus damage. Right? Like that. Now, there are some that have special effects. For example, a Hydra, if you chop off its head, its head comes back. Unless you have... Unless you sear the wound closed. Not necessarily a weak point in say, but it has, like, a little mechanic about it. So you'll find that sometimes. But there's no weak spots, per se, in Pathfinder. So the guy tells you... If you can blind a dragon, they're still really good at with their other senses, but it'll at least help you hide. But I've known dragons who were blind that killed scores of men. At least you hear stories. Um, bring something and get through their frickin' thick hide. Not what many would you recommend? Can. A bullet. Bullets. I, I Magical weaponry. You're walking in stuff that you can buy at the blacksmith. You're not walking in ready to win. So my friend, have- Lord rest his soul. I had to take his weapon because it was a magical bow. Without it, I wouldn't have been able to do enough damage to, to discourage the thing and make it fly away. Do you still have it? Uh, I do. I haven't used it in years. Would you be willing to part with it? I don't know, man. It's, it's a good keepsake, and I don't even know what you guys are doing about for it. I don't know you from Adam. I don't even know your name. Uh, I, I'm trying to figure out how to say this without sounding like I'm selling something. <laughs> Have I got a deal for you? My name this is Thaddeus. Thaddeus Omri, you're the next contestant on The Price is Right. <laughs> price is wrong. Um, what can I say? Uh, I try to convince him. To s- you can't just say that. Uh, I hate it. All right, I'm right, bad right. Word. convince you. Here's what I say. I say yeah. if you if you give us that bow or sell us that bow, we can't tell you exactly what we're doing. But if we succeed, we can promise you you'll never see a dragon again. Guy raises his eyebrow. Make a diplomacy check. <laughs> Good move, Dave. Good move. I have to roll, right? Yep. Roll <laughs> diplomacy. D twenty plus diplomacy. Uh, where's diplomacy? I got it. Diplomacy. What's the? Okay. Um. 
16. All right, I'm not going to use it anyway. Right now, my life's turned from fighting to helping these kids. I'm, I have no use for weapons anymore. I'll sell it to you. I'm not, I'm not a man of means. I tell you, I mean, the Empire subsidizes this, but they can only give us so much. And uh, it, it all goes to the kids. I tell you, there used to be a time where a man could run a dirty business around this town, but that time is no more. I'll tell you that right now. Not when it comes to the kids. I tell you, it's like a, it's like a freaking pet project of the, uh, the Empress. Uh, I'll sell it to you. Um, so, how was your lady friend? <laughs> he is not there with you. He is still out with your lady friend. Uh, Dave. Yeah. So. <laughs> um. Yeah, but I'm, I'm nervous. Yeah, but after what he said, having a bow and a gun makes me feel a lot better, knowing yeah. that it's something at least we'd have a fighting chance with. Me as well. Hey, David, what kind of rifle do you have? You have a... a, a it's a musket. It's a, a, a barrel load. Musket. Gotcha. Send in everything we've got. They're bound to run out of ammo sooner or later. <laughs> I wish that dragons had ammo. The guy yeah. offers it to you for 2,000 gold. Hmm. 6,000? 2,000. 2,000. David. I have 50. Can I, borrow, can I borrow five pieces? 50. Yes, I have 50, so I can give you five. Okay. I drop a sack of 2,000 gold pieces on his. He goes and he goes over to like where it's displayed on the wall, and he takes down, and he hands to you, and he says, Here you go. The comforter is all yours. Anything I should know about it? Yeah. Shoot at the dragons. Wait, is it, is it a bow or is it a bow and arrow? It's a bow, and uh, he does not provide you with arrows. Will any old arrow do? I lied. He hands you a, a, a not a bow, but a, a thing of arrows. He hands you uh, uh, what do you call it? The quiver. Quiver. Thank you. Of six arrows. So what you're saying is he didn't say bow. He said arrow. Yeah, I, my apologies. Six. I thought this was a bow, but this is arrows. Two thousand for six arrows. Uh, and he goes. Hit a dragon with this. You're either going to scare it off or kill it. So don't miss. Don't miss. Aim for right between the eyes. Or in the mouth. Alright, let's uh, mm. thank him, take the arrows, and see if we can go catch up uh, Surge. As you go to leave, some of the kids crowd around you. And... Uh, I take it you're wearing normal clothes now, David. Or are you? I'm still a... I'm still wearing the clothes they gave me. My other okay. clothes is in my room. Very good. So you so you don't have any armor on that means. No. Right. And Dom, you are not have your armor either. I have my cloak on, but that's it. Okay. They'll kind of surround you, and they're all like pulling on your on your pants and asking you a thousand <laughs> questions. Uh, you can't like distinguish what they're for. And the guy kind of laughs. He's like, "Kids, kids, let them out, let them out." Oh, can't they stay and play with us? They seem very excited to have visitors. We can tell them a story, Dave. <laughs> What's that? We can tell them some stories. Okay. Yeah, we got. Yeah, we got. We got time to kill. 
I know where I'm from. When we meet orphans uh, and they want to hear your story, we tell them a Bible story. Oh, you seem to know your Bible. This is the first time you've, uh, David's mentioned to you, Dom, anything about the Bible. Uh-huh. Oh, what? A Bible story, a story from the Bible. I, 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 I reach in my rucksack and I pull it out. I, I look at it and I say, this thing right here. Yeah, I've seen you reading it. It's the same Bible we have in our world. As as he's blown away, the kids are pulling and like, You're gonna read us a story? You're gonna read us a story? Revelations. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and they look yes. at they look at uh oh what did I name the guy? I already forgot. What's the guy's name? <laughs> the dude. Dragon Survivor Slayer uh, guy. The, the the head of the orphanage? Yeah. Jaron or Jaron. Uh, and they go, Mr. Chairman, Kevin, Kevin, Kevin. He goes, if the two are willing, sure, we can go. We can go read a story. And he takes you to rumors of carpet, and you sit down, and a little a little girl crawls on your lap, David, about the same about the same age as Elsa, maybe a little bit younger. And uh, and uh, a girl crawls on your lap, Dom. Okay. And they're all sitting around you. What story do you read from the Bible? Uh, David and Goliath. Okay. Roll a performance. If you don't have it, which I'm sure you don't. I don't. Performance is just... What is performance? I have diplomacy. Spell, okay, sleight of hand. I don't have it. Linguistic. Alright, then go ahead and just roll, um... Just roll a plain old d20. I'm an awful storyteller. Oh. Mm-hmm. What'd three. you get? Three. A three? A three? <laughs> Alright, David, he begins telling the story, and he's like reading like King James, and it's like, <laughs> he's reading it word for word, and oh, it look like they don't even understand what is going on. He's probably reading Deuteronomy, like, such and such, son of such do and such, and such and such. Do I do what? Do you want to do anything? Please. Is he done or he's like in the middle of it? He's just like begun and you just mm. like look, you just notice like this is going bad. <laughs> kids are immediately beginning to get bored. It's like a Bible club where the kids are ready to like just run off the tarp because no one's in charge. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, get them there. Let me tell you guys a different story. They the completely Bible. ignore Thaddeus and look at you now. Go ahead. What do you tell them? King Arthur. Look at who? They all look at you now. Oh, they, they, okay. Um, I read them the story of Jericho, Joshua Jericho. I like it. Very nice. Roll a d20. Seventeen. Much better. Finally. I love it. They're marching around you as if you were Jericho, and they're having fun, and they're having a ball with it. And you see uh, Jaren's kind of smiling to see all the kids happy. Me too. I'm smiling too. <laughs> oh man, that was bad. And you, you guys spent a good amount of time there. Uh, when you eventually leave, Jaron, he goes, hey, wait up. And he throws the gold back at you and he says, thanks for brightening this kid's day. Good luck. You guys get to go. Yeah.
Uh, how do you want to pass the time? You want to go to a, a bar? You want to go to some sort of show? You can do whatever you want. This is still day one, right? Yeah. Say so it's getting night. The nightlife is starting to kick up. Interesting. Um, yeah, let's is go this to the town is just as active at night as it is during the day? <clears throat> yes, sir. Am I, am I done with Zelda yet? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, and that is I'm, her name now. Permanently. Uh, yeah, her name is Zelda. That's that's going to be her name. Yep. She's going to come back in the story later on, too. Yeah, so. don't worry. It's, it's all going to come, come full circle. Yeah. But uh, Absolutely. I'm gonna put on a, for tonight, I'm going to put on a concert in the square, whatever kind of town square there is for Corhorn. Performance check. Yeah, there's, I'm sure there's a, a couple town square-like places. Yeah, just perform with some other musicians that are around and just local arts, stuff like that. What is your performance check, Sergio? PC. Let's check this performance. Uh, performance check. One, three, three, one, one, three. Yep. Let's see. I got it. Am I rolling anything or just yeah? Check? Roll d twenty plus the performance. Okay. All those skills, you roll d twenty. All right, twenty. It's my total. Oh man, he, man, you were just rocking it. People <laughs> around you, you, you earned like fifteen gold and a handful of silver. People are like throwing money in your hat or whatever, and uh, it's great. Everybody's loving it. And you guys, as you're kind of walking out, you hear this commotion going on. You investigate, and there's Sergio playing, and everybody's enjoying it. Sweet. So I go over and just join in the crowd as a, a listener. Okay. Yeah, me too. All right. The performance eventually ends, and uh, Sergio, you notice your friends. Nice. I go to them, and they'll they'll clap for you. Thanks, guys. Thank <laughs> Appreciate it. Week. For, this, for the sake of time, I catch him up. I tell him about okay. the whole jarring thing. Great. Okay. So wait, uh, Dom, you got your 2,000 gold back. and put that on your sheet. Okay, cool. Uh, you know, I'm going to split that with, with Dave. Okay, Dave, add 1,000 gold. Oh, thank you. Got it. You, you told the story. <laughs> oh, wait, um, should I... Put in any um, of my money for that, since this is to keep us all alive. Sergio asks. Like, should I, Thaddeus, should I compensate you since, and... No. Okay. Well, you're a good bro. If you're, if you're certain. Now that you're away from the kids, you want to talk to him, Dom? Uh, David? Uh, talk to who? David. Me talk to David, or David talk to me? You talk to David because you were interrupted by the kids when he told you about the Bible. Oh, oh yes. Um, so, what, when you say you you told that story incredibly well, I'm guessing you've heard it before many times since I was a child. How? Well, in our in my world, it seems like much in this world, it's a religion. I heard you refer to yourself as Christian and. We refer to it as Christian, too. And the Bible is the way uh, that we define ourselves. Tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> he wants to know everything. Well, yeah, that, that would be my, like, geek-out response of, huh? Like, what? Really? Wow. Like, what? So, so, I mean... Do, so all we have in this world is this, the Bible. What, what do you have in your world? Do you have anything else? 
No, we have many, many religions, and in fact, even the Bible in our world is not always believed, and even the people who uh, follow the religion don't always believe everything in that book. Some people think it's a mixture of truth, but then of just morality. I think it's all truth. Have you been to Jerusalem? Yes, three times. Is there a Jerusalem here? Or you only know it from the book? You have been to the holy city itself? Yes. I kind of slumped back in my... Is there a chair nearby? Sure. Yeah, I kind of <laughs> slumped back in the chair and like, kinda, I'm like wowed at this point. I'm like drooling. <laughs> it's no coincidence that my name is David. I'm named for that David. And I've been to the city of David. David and David said. There you go. But this is interesting to me because the thing is, everything in this world, in a sense, is in our world. In stories. This is the first thing I've seen in both places that's a reality in both places. Wow. We must exchange stories. Come, <laughs> let me buy you a drink. You guys spend the rest of the night talking about the Bible and such and every time you talk about the Bible David he seems to be amazed and uh, because to him this is all stories and to you you live in the world that the Bible talks about in this world Jesus didn't come right there was no Jews there was no old covenant and you're actually part of the the world where that actually happened so he's amazed he's just eating up everything you say but I explained to him you know I was in the in the right world, but not in that time. So I have no personal experience with any of those things. It's a leap of faith in my world. Mm. Sergio, oh while they're going on and on about religion, what do you do? I kind of just say to them both, guys, I am so sorry about that, that incident earlier. That was undue trouble. I shouldn't have caused either of you. And I would like to say that it's been weighing heavily that woman's death. Whether or not she deserved it, because we don't very we don't know her very well, but I feel that I caused it. Don't beat yourself up. We're all getting put in a position we weren't asked to be put in and we're doing the best we can, so I'm sure we're we're all gonna make mistakes before this is over, so True. Don't beat yourself up. I make more than most. (laughs) I guess that's why I attract certain people to me. Agreed. But we 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 came before the Emperor. That is all that we can look to at this point, my friend. Mm. Don't beat yourself up over it is I guess what I'm trying to say. In in complex words, but in the simply put. I suppose I'm just searching for a little bit of soul breathing, letting go of this thing on my heart. He splashes holy water on you, Padre Fidi, Spirit of Santos, and he sanctifies you. <laughs> I don't quite understand, but I take it gracefully. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> like, hey, if this helps. <laughs> you know, real quick, mm-hmm. there's a priest friend I know that I sat down to have a conversation with one time, and I had just gotten my food, and I went like this, meaning I continue your sentence, and he said, Okay, and he started praying in Latin over my food. I'm like, Father, what are you doing? That's awesome. 
He says, you wanted me to pray over your food. I said, no, I meant continue your sentence. <laughs> it's funny how the same gesture means two different things. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys spend the night and you realize when you guys are done having conversations and just having a good time. Finally, you guys finally sit down and have a good time. No yes. plagues. No, no, you don't have to go fight any dragons yet. You guys are just having a good time. Don't have to give up my And it gets real late, night, but... and you guys realize, oh, it's probably time to go home. Um, and uh, unless you guys have anything else to do, you can retire back to your rooms. That's fine. Yeah. You guys have, you guys have an enjoyable time here in the Empire. The next couple of days, very similar. You guys out, just have fun, do things. Just enjoy the town, unless you don't want to. Unless I'm overstepping. That's what you do. Yeah, we, we, we see the sights. All right. It's, people. it's great. It's nice. It's wonderful. You don't see... I mean, I'm sure you see the occasional, you know, cut purse or something like that, but generally it's pretty nice. Um, in, unless you go to some of the seedier parts of the town, if you just stay in the touristy areas, it's nice. Uh, just like D.C. Huh? Just like D.C. Yeah. Right. So you go to... The one, the day finally comes. And the emperor, you get summoned by the emperor, and you go to his throne room, and he has uh, Alex is there again, and uh, and he says to you, "Have you three made up your mind?" I believe we have, fellas. Yes, yes. Duran speaks up. You will address the emperor as, and uh, Valerian holds up his hand and he goes, "Disregard him." Excellent. This is an important time for us. All right, Alex, tell him the rest. She stands forward and she goes, "We're going to engage the the lich here and distract him while you guys go. All you need to do is kill a couple eggs, maybe five. Don't even bother killing them all. Maybe set fire to their nest. Find a way. The point is, you want to worry the dragons." enough that they all go to their nests. It's almost like a double distraction. We distract them at the lich while you go to the nests, and then they're going to come back to their nests, and the lich will not have his dragons. There will be at least a two days call, so when we, when you guys go and invade the lich, there won't be any dragons to stop you. Invade the what? The lich. The, a lich is a very powerful wizard. I know. You said... We're attacking the dragon egg, and then we're attacking the lich, right? That's right. Okay. Wait, are we attacking the lich as well? Valerian speaks up. He goes, for now, let's take it one step at a time. Okay. I can't very well lead an army against the lich. If I do that, he knows that we're betraying him. This all needs to be done in secret. The people I'm hiring to attack the lich will have no markings of the Empire. The moment he knows that we're trying to kill him, the dragons get turned on my people. And good people die. So I'm sure it's needless to say, but if you are captured, I beg you to hold your tongues. For you may be able to save your life. It'll be at the cost of thousands. Dozens of thousands of others. Do you understand? And I understand what I'm asking you to do. And know that I will not send you unequipped. He gestures in. And people bring... David, you get handed a very nice rifle and a pistol. Nice. Dom, you get handed a sword. And the sword has gems in the hilt. And it's engraved. And it looks like it was made by the elves. Including a shield. A much better shield. Which again has encrusting engravings. And word, uh, they pat you on the back. 
Um, <laughs> I was waiting for that. Word, uh, they give you uh, a couple of potions, and I'll tell you guys what they are later. There's stats with them and all that. And um, and uh, and he goes, you'll be provided with everything you need. These weapons are made by the wizards. I commissioned them to myself. And these will help you slay the dragons. And uh, the door opens, the big double doors. And Valerian looks down and he goes, of course. My friend! And Valerian stands up and walks over. And in comes a man in full plate mail. And this man looks much like this. Though, disregard the way this guy's head looks, because uh, he's wearing a helmet. And if you, for those who can't see, it's kind of like plate mail, but it's like jagged, and he has those black cloaks on. Looks very dark. He has a short sword, he has a knife strapped to his legs, he has a long sword, he has a battle axe, and he has a tower shield. Decked out. He's decked out. And he walks in with big thumps, and he walks in. And Valerian puts his hand on his shoulder, and he goes, Friend, welcome. And um, the man in the suit uh, says, My Emperor. He goes, Phoenix, for the last time, call me Valerian. My apologies, Emperor. <laughs> he goes, Gentlemen, I would not dare send you out on this dangerous mission alone. Meet the rider. Uh, Dom and Word make a knowledge local check. Knowledge local? If you don't have that, just your intelligence. It's your modifier, not your intelligence score. Okay, so now we're rolling. Smaller number, so it's like plus two or plus three. Um, I think it's a five. Remember, word, you have that ability to give you a plus twenty to any plus. knowledge check once a day. Uh, okay. Well, you said it's local, right? Yeah. Or what did you say you got, Dom? Five. Okay. I got six. I got sixteen. But what's the? Uh, I guess we can't know what we're up against, can we? You don't know. You don't know what it is now. Um, I'll remind you that last uh, time you had an opportunity to use this, you didn't, and then you didn't spend it the rest of the day. Yeah, well, I'll give it a shot. All right, so you get plus twenty, so twenty plus whatever your modif- your your, your so score. 20, is. Yeah, twenty-four. So twenty. Oh, you only have a four on knowledge local. Yeah. Oh, so you have twenty-four. And all right, wow, that's a fantastic roll. That deserves a story. <laughs> Word. There was a day when people came. Like, somebody came rushing into... Say you were at a bar or something. Tavern. Somebody came rushing in and said, The rider's here! The rider's here! And people all looked terrified. And you asked, Who's the rider? And they said, Who's the rider? And their only answer was death. And you went out, and there was a rider... And and this man, decked out just as this guy is, walked in and said, "Um, Joshua Teach! Does anyone know who Joshua Teach is? And no one looks around. And he walked over to somebody and, and went like almost face-to-face with the person and said, Where is Joshua Teach? Someone starts darting. And uh, this guy, the rider, runs after him. They call him the rider because he came in on a horse. <clears throat> so he, he, he goes over and he, and he knocks the man down. And it's the middle of all whole towns gathered around. And he says, Joshua Teach, you are guilty of treason. And he looks around and he dresses the whole town. And he says, This man's actions... Led to the death of four good men in the Empire's military. And as such, your sentence is death. The guy pulls out his battle axe, and the man puts his hand up and goes, oh, I have kids. Please, please. 
I don't. My my wife died. She. My daughter's all alone. You can't do this. And the writer says, "You should have thought of that before you kill four men. What about their daughters? What about their children?" And the guy takes the and the writer took his axe down and just smashed the guy's head in. And then he went over to somebody and he said, "Where is this man's daughter?" And someone pointed out, and he went over and. And a little girl opened up the door, and she and she goes, and she's kind of looks scared. And the guy goes, "Is your last name Teach?" She kind of gives a little nod. He goes, "What was your father's name?" And she gives his name, and he gets on his knee and kind of like puts his hand on, on the top of his axe. And he whispers to her, and nobody can see what he tells her. And he pulls out a coin purse and he hands it to her. And he, and he turns around, and says to the town, "Who will take care?" Of this girl. Who will be responsible for her? And someone kind of raises her hand. And he walks over. And he points to the girl and he says. There are orphanages. And he goes. Uh, there's one here. And there's more in the capital. You will bring her to them. And there she will be taken care of. If I find out you spend even one copper. Of what I gave her on yourself. You will have what this man's fate was. And he pointed at the man with a smashed in head. And the rider rode off. That is the interaction. You know the rider. And everyone only knows him as death. Whenever he arrives, he kills somebody. And you never mm -hmm. want to interact with the rider. Dom, you never even heard of the guy. Brand new to you. Um, <laughs> Phoenix, huh? And uh, he goes, he goes, Phoenix here will escort you through the land of the horned men and up to the edge where the eggs are. He cannot escort you the whole way. He cannot have any Empire personnel, and he's too well-known. You will have to do the rest of it yourself. Alex speaks up. The land of the Horned Men. Ancient people. Pretty much no one wants to go to war with them because they're insane as feck. These guys are crazy. They wear the skulls of dead animals. They scare people. But we all know they're just humans wearing skulls. We can get over it. As long as you're not scared by some stupid people playing dress-up, it's fine. Phoenix here will help you get through their land. If, the, if it comes to an engagement, he'll help you out. Hopefully you can sneak through without being noticed. But this is why we could never find the eggs. We never thought to go by the land of the Horned Men because no one wants to mess with them. And he looks at you and says, Are there any questions? Um, not on my end, your majesty. No. Seems pretty cut and dry so far. Are you prepared to go tonight? I, I would... If I could procure a bow and arrow, a bow, I could. Yes. I'll have one's fashioned for you. Then we'll go tomorrow. It'll be done by then. Agreed. Thank you, Your Majesty. Thank you, Your Grace. I warn you all, be careful. There's a lot of people spreading a lot of bull out there in the world. You know mm -hmm. the saying, the devil often wears white. So you be careful who you talk to, be careful who addresses you. You don't talk that I sent you. Otherwise, you can put any points outside. These people in great danger. 
goes, you may go. And we'll see you in the morning. Good evening, Your Grace. Right. Majesty. As you leave, you hear, like, as you get far away, you hear uh, Valerian talking to Phoenix and something to the point of, I'm sorry to call you so soon. I know you said you, I know I said you could have a break, but this came up, and then you walked away. All right, so you guys pass the next day. You're given a bow. So let me give you guys the weapons that I told you you got. David, mm-hmm. you're given a musket that is well engraven, and it is a Dragon's Bane musket. You get uh, a plus 10 on your roll to fire mm-hmm. instead of a plus 9. It's a, the damage roll is 1d12 plus 5, and if you hit a dragon with it, you do an extra 2d6 damage. And also, if you're firing at a dragon, you rolled a plus 12 instead of a plus 10. It's a dragon's bane musket. You also get a pistol made of bronze. The pistol is um, plus 10. Uh, if you're wielding it with your offhand, you don't get any bonuses at all. It's just zero. It's just your d20 roll. But with your main hand, it's plus 10. And you do 1d8 plus 1 damage. Um... The critical hit stuff is still the same as your other stats. You can look for there for it. Like for the pistol, it's uh, mm-hmm. I think it's times four on a twenty. Yeah, times four on a twenty. And this bronze is called Elysian bronze. This Elysian bronze has a plus one already. Already does. You don't have to hit him. Plus one to any magical beast or monstrous humanoid. Mm. And then if you successfully hit them, you get an, uh, a plus one. A, uh, with attack. So you already do plus one damage versus magical creatures, and if you hit them once, for the future you get a plus one attack as well. These are special weapons you've been given. Ooh, nice. You get what is called the Dragon Slayer Shield. Unlike your other shield, it gives you plus four to your AC instead of plus two. So increase your AC by two when you're using the shield. Uh, increase it by four instead of two when you're using the shield. Um... It has no armor check penalty and no dexterity, uh, but you get... All right, so, yeah, no armor check penalty. So, normally you get, like, minus two to certain abilities mm-hmm. because of the shield. You don't get any of sort of minuses from it at all. Okay. All right, your longsword. It is... Uh, your attack is plus eight with it. You do 1d8 plus three with it. Um, one, three, eight, plus three. three. Um, and it's special effect. It's made of living steel, which means it repairs itself. If it ever gets damaged or somebody tries to sunder your weapon, it'll fix itself. And it is also cruel, which means every time you kill a creature or knock it out, you get five temporary HP. It is cruel? It's called cruel, yeah. So... Um, also, if you ever strike a creature that's frightened, shaken, or panicked with a cruel weapon, the creature automatically becomes sickened. Hmm. That's currently us, um, frightened, scared. What's that? The bow they're gonna give you is, is a bow made of dark wood. Dark wood is as strong as regular wood, but it's lighter. It's just a plus one bow, so it does plus seven ranged, and it damages one d8 plus one.
go. Ready to kill some dragons. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I awful. say that now. I, I I say that now. I want I want to point that out. <laughs> yeah, just wait till I see one. Yeah. Steal yourselves, boys. Steal yourselves. I don't have steel. I have sex. It's made of brass. I I lied. They give you a potion. One potion of resist fire. One potion of resist cold. One potion of resist electricity. One potion of resist some uh, acid. All right, hold up. I'm gonna need acid, cold, yeah. fire, electricity. Cold fire. Electricity. One of each. They all they all absorb thirty. They gave you a potion of bark skin, which gives you a plus five to your your AC. Hey, I'm Caleb. And I'm Christian. And we're the hosts of Pathfinder Academy, your go-to podcast for everything and anything Pathfinder. We cover everything from basic mechanics, skill checks, combat with weapons, combat with magic, party roles, character creation, how to run a session, player types and conflict, character death, house rules, making good encounters, rewarding your players, romance, how to kick things, pre-made campaigns, homebrew campaigns, storytelling tips, class guides, race overviews, class reviews, book reviews, and much, much more. You can catch us every Thursday here on the Trailblazer Network. See you in class. Okay, so the next day, he, they give you your, your bone arrow, and you come to the center of the room uh, of, of, of his, his throne room. There's a wizard there, and he tells you to steal yourselves. And you, along with the rider, all vanish. And you appear in the woods. The rider kind of looks to his left and to his right, and he says, Let us go. And he begins walking forward. I take it you walk with him. We do. Mm -hmm. Oh, disappointing. Alright, so you walk for a while. And as you guys are walking and walking, and, and uh, is there anything you'd like to say while you're, while you're walking? Say or do. Um. You're traveling through some woods that look like they haven't been traveled through in a long time. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry, go ahead, Dave. Actually, I have another question Yeah. Uh, for Thaddeus. It? No, for Thaddeus. Oh, okay. So I turn to Thaddeus and I say, um, I have another question about your Bible that might shed some light on this. I perk up very interested. <laughs> well, have you ever thought about, have you ever thought about the reason why if all the people in that Bible never existed here, right? Yes. Well, if, you, if none of the prophets and none of the apostles or scribes existed in your world, what's the history of that book? How do you have that book? It came to us. Uh, what's the name of the town? Darn it. Keep forgetting it. Harkenwald, there we go. It originally came to the first abbot in Harkenwald. Then he, he claimed to have that it had been sent to him by an angel of God. And it appeared with many miracles and works, and, and it's been passed down in that tradition for several centuries. Hmm. Only centuries. Hmm. But you're saying it crossed from my world to your world by something divine. I can think of no other way. 
doesn't that that gives me a, a pause to think about how is it I crossed from that world to this world? Indeed. Uh, um, I guess what I'm getting at is the man in the white suit something divine? Oh yeah. Or it could be like he said, and he could be a devil wearing what? There you go. That works too. Why not? Which takes us back <laughs> to our original being perplexed is are we <laughs> maybe this is wrong what we're doing. Uh, gotta go with our instinct. Do what feels right. That's kind of what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm not so sure this feels right anymore. I never really yeah. thought about it until that Bible thing came up, but... Uh, well, think about it like this. Who are we hurting if we go on this mission? The dragon. He has no, a family, you know. You're literally killing his family. But who do we? who gets hurt if we don't take the mission? How many? Well, it's not so much about who we're hurting. It's a question of who are we helping. I do get the feeling that we are being used. Me we're too. Being used. We are the means to certain ends. Well, let's agree on this then. Let's just keep a close eye on this and not work under the assumption that the man in white is good. It's true. Is uh, the is the dude in black out of earshot? Yeah. Or the emperor. Or the emperor. Yeah, exactly. You guys walk for another couple hours, and you guys really have no clue where you're going. This rider wasn't here. You have no clue what you're doing. He seems to know everything. And he stops, and he kind of puts his head down, and he says to you, The emperor is a good man. And he turns to look right at you guys. And again, his helmet's on. You, don't, you haven't seen his face. If he says this is what needs to be done, then it is what is good. Take my word for it. And he turns around and keeps walking. You have absolutely no clue how he heard your conversation. No human should be able to hear a conversation that far away. Especially in a helmet with all that gear. It's insane that he heard you. Keep walking. And uh, at one point, he just stops. And he kind of turns. Straight looks almost at you guys. And then you realize he's looking past you. He kind of looks to the left. Looks to the right. And he pulls out his longsword. He pulls out his, his uh, tower shield. And he says, Steal yourselves. You have no clue what this is going to And uh, he kind of... Uh, you guys realize what he's seeing. In front of you is a hill. To your left is a hill. To your right is a hill. Behind you is a hill. You've walked into a natural kind of bowl-like area. Mm-hmm. And you start hearing noises now coming from around you. And then, over the hills, all around you. Oh, horned men. So these are people, for the sake of the listeners who look like humans from the waist down. Some of them do. Some of them don't. Some of them look like they have feathers, but they're all humanoid, bipedal. Some have feathers, some have skin, but they're all wearing all these decorations of bone all over them. And they all have a deceased creature's head on them 
in some fashion, elk or whatever, and they all have horns, and they've got like blood all over it, and uh, there's a bunch of them, and they all come over, and some have glaives, some have axes, some have cool fashion swords. Now, if you see on that page, you see where it's, uh, there's a second picture there of a kind of a noobus looking guy? Yeah. He comes out of the hill straight ahead of you, and uh, he kind of points down, and he screams at you like, Okay! And a bunch of other creatures are like, Why? Why? And they all start running down the hill at you guys. And uh, the rider looks at you and says, uh, They're going to try. We're going to try to split your attention. Focus on them one at a time. I'm on the leader. And most important, stay behind. He puts his tower shield in front of him and he begins to walk forward towards the leader. Everybody roll initiative. Nine. I rolled okay. a ten. Nine. Nine. Six. Okay, pathetic. Um, <laughs> tell me about it. Uh, I need Thaddeus. I need your initiative modifier. Six. You have a great initiative modifier. One of these minotaur-looking people, it's kind of like a minotaur if the head wasn't a head, <laughs> if it was like a skull, comes at you and he comes roaring and he runs over at uh, you, Thaddeus. And he takes his glaive and he brings it down on your shield. And I need to know if a... Fifteen beats racing. No, it does not. Ching, it bounces off. And he stomps and he screams a guttural yell. And another, uh, now it's David's turn. There's a bunch of people on the hills right now. The only person who came down to the little pool area is the one guy that and, uh, and, um, Phoenix is going towards you. Okay, um, I, uh, I shoot at the one that just attacked Thaddeus with the dragon's bane. Go ahead. Now remember, you don't get the bonus. Right. Uh, I just get the regular damage, right? Yes. Okay. I rolled a 10. Uh, you hit. You see, it seems to go right through his bone armor like nothing. Damage is uh, 10 also. 10. Great. This is another easy. Well, the good thing about guns is it, it completely negates armor if it's within a certain area. Yeah. Okay, so you shoot the guy and he screams at you, Okay! And uh, that makes it Thaddeus' turn. You the guy still in front of me? Yep. You just got shot. Uh, I try oh, to run. For the future, David, you get a minus four to shooting if somebody's in melee with somebody else. Uh, I try to ram my sword straight on through him. Not you. Uh, Natural one. Oh! Roll again. Nineteen. Nineteen? You strike at the guy, and he kind of dodges you, and he screams at your face, and kind of like spit comes out and hits you in the face. 
David, you do have point blank shot, which means people who are within 30 feet of you, you get a plus one to your attack roll. So you want to remember that. Okay. It is close to you. And you don't take the minus four penalty to shooting in melee because you have a feat that avoids that. So you're good. Don't worry about that. Shoot in melee all you want. All right. Um, now, the leader kind of uh, he raises his hands in the air, and you hear lightning, and it comes down, and it cracks, and it hits right next to Phoenix. Phoenix kind of stops, and he looks up, and he looks back at the leader, and then he can slowly begins walking towards the leader. Um, it is now another, uh, another Minotaur comes running down, and he's coming after... Um, and it comes running down, and it goes after... Uh, it goes after David. You see, David, this is the guy that's coming from behind, because you're kind of behind the procession, because you imagine you want to be in range, but they're pushing <coughs> you from behind. And he comes running down, and he takes his, his battle axe, and he swings at you. And this isn't like a well-made battle axe. It's like forged out of, like, I don't know, all sorts of stuff that they came up with. Does a 21 hit your AC? Is it less than 23? Yeah, 17. Then he hits you. He does 11 points of damage. And it cuts your jacket, David. He just cut your jacket. Uh, it is now another one's turn, and it runs down the hill, and, uh, and it goes after Thaddeus. Thaddeus does a 15 beat racing. He does not. Ching! His, his weapon bounces off your thing. It's now Sergio's turn. What do you do? You have some attacking spell, you have some buffing bards, performances. Let's see here. Buff, 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 attack. Hmm. I think I might... Alright. Court of Shards. How close am I to uh, the closest enemy? Uh, the two are within range. Two okay. Right there against his, his shield. Okay. That's um, true. So you want to use Court of Shards? I would like to use Court of Shards. Alright, so all you gotta do is start a performance. Yep. Like. Alright, bought a performance, and then... It looks like you either have a performance already working to do this. Okay, um, well then I will... But, uh, oh, that means you'll be able to attack this round, but I'm gonna be nice right. to you and let you do a performance and an attack. Sure. If, <laughs> if you want, but that means next turn you won't get a standard action. Okay. I won't get a standard action next round. Okay, um... That's fine, I'll take that. Um, yeah. What do I roll for Court of Shards? Uh, nothing. DC. I need to beat DC 14, we'll say. So, I need to make DC 14, what is it? I will say 14. Will. So there will. And. Your will save is crap. So one has a seven, the other has he rolled very long got a twenty-four. And what did he make fourteen? Fifteen. Um uh, so one the kind of shards kinda of come at him and he holds up his weapon and hits his weapon instead of him, but the other one gets hit, so roll two d six. Dom, all of a sudden you feel like the shards hit your shield. Gotcha. You see, like, one of them has to get kind of like, shredded up. 
four and one. So five on top of shards hit and start tearing at his flesh. Uh, another one r- runs down, and uh, this means that there's no more on the hill but the leader. And um, no, I'm, and uh, he comes after. He comes after because you're kind of in the front there, Dom. He goes after mm-hmm. you. That is. He rolled a natural one, so he misses. He, he <laughs> almost falls. And he kind of catches himself, but has no time to attack. Um, you see two more come up over the hill and run down towards Phoenix. And Phoenix kind of bears his shield up. The one guy hits him and he shields bashes him, takes his sword and, uh, like, disarms the other guy. Like, uses his sword to, to flip the guy's weapon out of his hand, kicks him down, and takes his, his uh, tower shield and gets the guy right on the neck with it. Uh. And then the other guy, like, kind of gets up and uh, that he's, uh, Phoenix bashes him, bashes him, bashes him again, and you see the skull cracks. And he drives his sword through him and kind of kicks him off his sword. And then the guy's on the ground, he's not moving. Then he begins walking towards the leader again. And uh, it is now the leader's turn. The leader, you see, he um, he begins like putting his hand, almost if he's like rubbing a spear all around it. You see green starts to appear. It starts appearing bigger and bigger. And then he goes like, he, he releases his hands and the green glove gets fired at the... Uh, at, uh, at the Phoenix, and it engulfs him completely. You see almost like screen steam comes off of him, and you see he kind of stands up straight, and he throws his shield down, which you see has been melted through. It's acid that was thrown. He throws his sword down, which is now just a hilt, and he tears off his mask, and when he throws it down, you can see acid melting right through the face portion of his mask. And he kind of unbinds his right gauntlet and throws it down, and then he pulls out his great axe, and he again marching straight towards the leader. Um, it is now David's turn. Uh, there's still one right on top of me, isn't there? There was one on top of you. There was three on top of Dom. <laughs> and I assume word is between you two. Uh, I gotta live to help them. Oh, so what was the I... part of performance you started, Word? Um, well, now that I have this uh, moment, uh, let's go with... Let's just roll with Inspire um, Courage. Sure. Plus two to your attack and damage rolls now. So both attack and damage you when you guys fire uh, and, and do damage, you get plus two. Um, so you all got kind of feel inspired by his Um, David, what do you do? Uh, I take a shot at the one that's on me with a pistol. With my pistol. Alright, so you kind of drop the rifle, pull out your pistol, and shoot him point mm-hmm. blank right in the face go ahead and yep. roll remember you get a plus three bonus one for point blank and two for um words uh, sergio's performance so uh a 16 16 is a hit do your damage and you get the plus two to the damage nine very well you have a move action which I uh is a move action a reload for the pistol it is. Now I reload Dragon's Bane. The the rifle, that's a standard action. Uh, so you don't have How far am I from Thaddeus? Uh, word is in between you two, I'd say 10, 15 feet. They're in range. Yeah. Hmm. Reload the pistol. Okay, reload the pistol. Uh, 
reloading a pistol in front of an enemy will provoke an attack of opportunity. But you didn't tell me what happened to my enemy. Did I kill him? No, you just shot him. He got hurt. You shoot him in the face, but he has a skull for a face. So you see, like, bone come out of the back of his head. Okay, how far can I move then if I just want to move away from him? You can shift five feet and not provoke an attack of opportunity, but that'll use your move action so you can't reload. That's all right. I still have my musket, my other musket. You do. So I'll move away. All right, so you shift away. And no attack of opportunity. That is your turn. Uh, can I try and bring my sword down with the guy in front of me? Absolutely. Uh, that's what I do. Okay, go ahead and do it. Can you... You get a plus two. 12, 13. That's disappointing. You're very close, but you do miss. Dang it. Um, oh, no cigar. You bring it down, and the guy brings the sword up and blocks it. He parries. Uh, the, uh... Number one that is next to... Th okay, so Thaddeus. Another one swings at you. Getting terrible rolls. I'm sure it doesn't hit. Ching! Hits your shield. And you hear him scream, Rocky! Rock! And he pounds on your shield. And, uh... I yell back at him, yeah, you too, buddy. <laughs> and, uh... You see another... Another, uh... Minotaur-type thing. A horned man. Stands up on, on the hill to your right. And you see he's dressed down in all sorts of, like, little trinkets and tiny little skulls all hanging around from another kind of thing. And he starts dancing. He's, like, hopping from one foot to the other. He's going, Ecom pokom, Ecom pokom, Ecom pokom, Ecom ha. And Bar uh, Sergio, you immediately recognize this as a bardic performance. This guy is a bard. Mm -hmm. And you guys don't even need to bother to figure out that he's doing a bardic performance because you look at the creatures in front of you and you see their muscles be go begin to grow. Violently. Right. Almost if like somebody shot you in the shoulder and your shoulder goes back. As the muscle expands big, they're like kind of jerk around. You see them get bigger. And the guy keeps dancing. Eco poco, eco poco, eco poco, eco haw. And it is now number two's turn. Number two, in front of you, Thaddeus, goes to strike you. What about a 19? I'm sorry, there's no one home right now. Please come back another time. Ching, he misses. Oh, <laughs> I didn't give him his product performance. 21. Nope. Okay. Thank God for that shield. <laughs> Um, it is now the one in front of you, David. It steps forward. Does a 13 beat your AC? Nah. Match it or beat it? No. Nah. Same number. Okay. And what about a 24? Yes. Okay, he swings once and you just kind of go like this and you dodge and he swings again and it catches your shoulder. Uh, kind of like your shoulder down to your side. And it does... Five damage. No, it's Sergio's turn. As Sergio, you can maintain your performance with a swift action, so you don't have to worry about that. You can keep buffing your enemy, your allies. Remember, I gave you the option to use your standard action last turn. You already did, so you only have a move action left. Okay, what? Can I use any special abilities with that move action? I don't believe so. Okay, it said the bard performance is a standard action, but it doesn't say it next to each thing, but I'm guessing they all kind of follow under the same, uh, right. same thing. Right, each standard action, but once you stop one, its effects stop, and you start another, that one begins. But maintaining it is a swift action, so it doesn't take up any actions at all. So okay. You, just, you can keep playing with no, you don't need to take any actions to keep playing. Well, how about this? I want to stay in range with my comrades, but just move back a little, so I'm not 
okay. immediate danger myself. You kind of go to the southeastern kind of hill, if, if, if we're thinking forward or north. You kind of go between those two hills, kind of get out of the way of the brawl. Okay. And But that you guys still feel inspired. And another one, the, the other one that's in front of you, Thaddeus, strikes and terrible rolls and completely misses. Ching-ching, and your, your, your shield is getting, like, beating the crap up. You're glad it's not you. Um, the, um, when, uh, Phoenix gets up to the leader, uh, the leader holds out his hand and fire comes forth and it, and, uh, you see, uh, Phoenix jumps out of the way and as he jumps out of the way, someone jumps on his back and he's kind of struggling with it and he just, you see, he falls on his back and, like, crushes the guy as they both roll down the hill. And then he kind of like, as he's on the ground, stabs the guy, gets back up, and makes his way back up the hill. And uh, he screams back to you, Someone kill off the dang bird! And he points at the guy dancing, Eco Poco, Eco Poco. And it is now David's turn again. David, you have one rifle loaded. Uh, I shoot at the guy that just hurt me. Okay, this is your normal rifle. Yep. Two from words bonus. Twenty-five. Twenty-five. Wow. Oh. Crazy hit. If you guys, this now is important that you roll a natural twenty. Let me know because then you critical. Ten. You shoot him again and more bone comes apart and he's not looking the best. He looks like he's had a better day. He's uh, still alive. He is. It is. You still have move action. Would you like to do anything with it? No, I stand my ground. Stand my ground. That is. Stay in my ground and don't give in. Says the bard who ran away. <laughs> I did not run away. No, move. Did not stay <laughs> I, I said, I said, I'm going to give this one more shot, and I dropped my dice on accident, and I got a natural 20. <laughs> nice. Uh, well, okay, roll again to see if you confirm the critical hit. 18. 18 is a critical hit. Congratulations on the critical hit. Do double damage. And which one are you hitting? Fifteen. There's a couple of things. The one that one that kept pounded on my shield. Okay, okay. Kind of pissing me off that you're scratching it. <laughs> I just got this thing. <laughs> I just got this bra. 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 Nice. He doesn't look good either. He looks worse than the one David's fighting. <laughs> you you get a good hit. You like stab him through and you pull it out and you expect him to fall, but he's still standing. Mm. So these 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 barbarians are pretty tough. Uh, this male makes it uh, uh, the leader's turn again. Uh, the leader's up there, and he, and he screams down, and he points at uh, at uh, you, Thaddeus. And he, uh, he kind of starts chanting, and then you see a hole tear open in the sky, and a comet falls out of it to slam and hit you. And you reflex it. 16 plus. Forget it. You bring your shield up just in time, and you feel it like it moves your arm down. You it almost puts you in a crouching position. It's such a force, but you take no damage. And you put your shield back down in front of you right before, and then you hear weapons hit you just as they were trying to attack you. Mm. Uh, good job. And the bard continues to perform, and then you hear. And you feel things hit you as if glass is being thrown at you. Yep. Uh, uh, not, not, not certain. Just you, David. Go ahead and make a will save. 
18 plus 8. Great. And, uh, David? I'm, uh, I'm... Go ahead. Go ahead, Dave. Uh, 22. Okay. You guys uh, don't take any damage from it. You feel it maybe cuts up your, your leather armor a little bit, David, and, and it hits your, your armor there. That is, you need to get hurt. You know, I'm sort of liking this accidental drop thing. <laughs> um, I feel like it's not going to hit you, because I can't can hit you, but what is... 17 is a hit your AC. Me? No. Yeah. What about a... 21? No. Okay, uh, and another... And the one next to you, David. Uh, oh, 21, 22, 23, 23. Me? Yeah. No, one short. That shield oh, really, really came handy. Uh, they both hit you. Me? Okay. David, David, you get hit uh. twice for seven damage. Okay. So Wait, how can they both hit me? There's only one on. Oh, he, you need swung twice. He gets twice. two attacks. Gotcha. As long as he doesn't make a move, he gets two attacks. Which is why they ran down the hill. They only got one attack. So he's slicing you with his glaive. You feel your chest get cut open. Um, Sergio's turn. Okay. Can I use counter song? You can, but it will stop giving your allies the buff. Mm. So you'd be trading your buff to stop theirs as well. Or for a chance. Can I just convene with them and get their opinions on the matter for a moment? Sure, if you roleplay it well. They'll be like, well, folks, let's just talk about it. Yeah, there was reason together. Alright, guys, I could, um... I could possibly counter their effects, the effects of that board, if I stop giving you guys the boost. What do you think I should do? Uh, I can hold my own. Yeah, no. counter the bar. You got it. I start, um, counter song. Okay. Go ahead and make a punch out. Which particular... Oh, wait, it's everything. Uh, it's a 12. <sighs> well, right now it's a 14. Uh, <laughs> he starts going, eco ball, eco ball. He keeps doing that, and you see the other guys, like, they start, like, jerking as their muscles get smaller. And they all kind of look at the bar, and he kind of stops dancing. He's, like, looking around, and he looks at you. And, uh, this is now number four. It's going to catch Vegas. Roll good. It's not roll good. 18. Eh, eh, eh. Um, the, uh, number one is Titan Thaddeus. The, oh, this might be it. 23. One if you had not stopped his bardic performance, he would have hit. Thank you very much, Word. Sergio. Uh, but he does not hit. In fact, it is now David's turn. And you see the guy? He was looking pretty good once the performance started. He looked better, but now his wounds are starting to show. But I'm out of the shots, right? You are. You would have to reload a weapon. You have a pistol and two rifles. Rifles are standard, actually. I don't have to reload. I bayonet him. Spear him with my musket. Okay, so a bayonet... Beautiful. It takes, a, I believe, it takes a move action to put it on, and it makes your weapon unfireable. What do you think about? What? Can I reload the dragon bane? You sure can. That's what I reload. You reload that. Uh, let's say dragon you shift bane. out of the way. This is what I recommend you would do. 
you shift out of the way and then reload. Because if you reload in front of him, he's going to stab you in the face. So you're saying I could do the five foot step and then reload? Right. That's what I do. Uh, but then you can't attack that same round. If you, Oh no, it's a standard action. Yep, so that's what you do. So you yeah, I can't, I can't attack either way, right? Because right. the bayonet, I thought the bayonet you were would use up my turn. You're correct. So you step out of the way with the move. The only way you could attack this round is if you did the pistol. But then he'd get an attack of opportunity against you. Hmm. No, my pistol's been fired. I know, I'm saying if you want to get attacked this round, you can move action, reload it, then standard action, fire it. But if you did that, the guy would have an attack of opportunity against you. So you step away with your move, and you reload your dragon's bait. This is now Thaddeus' turn. Uh, the one guy is bleeding heavily, and I have the two other guys in front of me. That's correct. Um, I am gonna... Um, yeah, I'm just gonna hack him. Hack him. Hack him. I think I lost my touch. I got a natural one. Roll again. Eleven. Eleven? Yeah. It is not. Critical fail. Mm. You... You slam it and you hit like the guy turns. You hit like his bone shoulder, like his armor on on made of bone. And yeah. The vibration kind of knocks the weapon out of your hand. You now oh, don't have the weapon in your hand. Um. The bard's turn. The bard continues dancing and singing. What was the? Uh, you need to roll. Every one of my okay, party. So he keeps right. dancing, and you see that all the all the horned men again begin growing large, and they yeah. all get big muscles again. Those jerks. So just so you know, I don't know if you read it right, but every time he has to make a save to, to make it work, and if he does not match your performance, it fails, and if he does, it keeps going. Yeah. So you each round, you can keep trying to stop him, and you keep rolling to get better rolls, so it's harder and harder for him to stop you. So he keeps dancing, eco welcome, eco ha, and it is making them all big again. It is now number two. Try to strike it, Thaddeus. I can't Thaddeus. Really do any worse, so I might as well give it a shot. Thaddeus, he misses you because I keep rolling single digits. <laughs> twenty-one, I'm sure misses you. Oh no, that's David. David, twenty-one. No, that's a hit. So, ten damage. When you're at zero HP or below, you get knocked down, by the way. Uh, you don't die until you reach negative constitution. Sergio's turn. Can I heal him if he um, if he's KO but not... Absolutely. Now, Absolutely. maintaining this Bard's performance is just a, a swift action, so you still have a standard and a move action right now. A standard and a move, okay. Yeah. Alright, I'm going to try and... Um, over to uh, David and cure him if I can with cure light wounds. Okay. First, I'd like you to make your performance check so I know what I have to beat. Okay. You got it. Um, so that's that. Plus. It's astronomical. It's 38. 38. I mean, sorry, it's 28. It's 28. It's yeah, it's very difficult to <laughs> Uh, So... 
Everyone gets unmuscled again. Good. Yay! Uh, <laughs> you use your clear button. Alright, um... 1d8. And remember, you also have healing abilities there, Dom. Okay. I just figure I might be a little bit closer at the time. How, how, uh, how bad's David beat up? I don't know, David, how bad are you beat up? Uh, I have 8 hit points left, so probably pretty beat up. So that should be an 8. 8 hit points back to you, David. For Mr. I don't like wizards, some guy just magically healed your wounds, so your wounds start closing up. He's not a wizard, though. That's true. No. But it's still magic. It's still magic. I never said I didn't like magic, I said it's I didn't like do, wizards. Do, 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 do. He touches you, do, 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 and you get healed. Do, do. <laughs> I never said I didn't like magic, I said I didn't uh, like wizards. Uh, you like my song. Can I shout something out to David? Sure. I yell out of my I yell darkness, but like almost like a query. Uh, no. Yeah. Kill somebody. Um. Because darkness would blind me too, right? Yeah, it would, but it would give you time to retreat, reload. Alright. I did reload. Heal up. Phoenix gets up to the leader, and there's another guy next to the leader. And so Phoenix is he's actively fighting the leader and this other guy who looks like some guy who must be like a, a personal bodyguard or the leader or whatever. Some guy who's really strong. And, uh, and so Phoenix is swinging this huge battle axe and he's like using he's like pushing the other guy away and kicks him down and then he slices and he cuts down almost the length of the guy of uh, the leader's arm and the leader goes like this and little tiny explosions of bright light appear and Phoenix like is holding his eyes and when he looks up again. The uh, other guy slams him in the face with a club, and he kind of reels back. But he kind of puts his foot down, and he doesn't fall. He takes his axe, and he chops off the guy's leg. The bodyguard, the bodyguard kind of falls down on the ground. And Phoenix stomps on his face, and just looks up at the leader. Uh, Thaddeus, the other guy's going to hit you. And if I roll one more single digit, I'm killing the entire party. Uh, <laughs> now, another one tries to attack Thaddeus. Final. 26. Yeah, it finally got me. Thank you. <laughs> Takes his glaive and he slices it. And he got smart. What he did is he kind of fell down on his back and sliced at your feet. And it 13 damage. Okay. And he again. Good. Um, Dave's turn. I shoot the guy in front of me with the dragon. Do game. it. Uh, 13. 13 is a hit. Do damage. 16. Totally nice. Still not dead, huh? No. And, uh... Tough stuff again. Yeah, these these horned men are... are, There's a reason they're known to leave them alone. Thaddeus, your turn. Oh, you still have a move action. Uh, I could just get out of the way of an opportunity... So he doesn't have a... Okay. You feel your back go up against Thaddeus. Thaddeus, you feel something hit your back. It's David. Okay. That, is, that is your turn. Do I know where my sword is? Yeah. Don't they? It's at your feet. To pick it up right. would cause an attack of opportunity. Attack of opportunity. Three different guys. <laughs> well, with the way you've been rolling tonight. It's true. You do have a lot of armor. Um. By the way, I don't want you to ever have a tower shield because then nothing's going to hit you. Yeah, exactly. Uh, next time we come to excuse me, do you have a tower shield? A <laughs> <laughs> plus one magical enchantment. Exactly. Uh, now you know I'm gonna pick up my sword. By the way, I'm not keeping track of your magical effects. You keep track of that. After what I've told you, if it affects, apply that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. What are you saying? 
Pick up my sword. Why I have a bunch of people. Uh, does a not critical. Uh, seventeen. Wait, seven. One, two hits, one misses, one was almost a critical. Okay. One guy does thirteen damage. The other guy does fifteen damage. Okay. One, one guy takes both hands. Oh, he, he moves your shield over and the other two jab at you. Oh. And you bring it back in front of you. And uh, it is now. You now have your sword. Do standard action left. Uh, can I use lay on hands? You can. That I shall do. The leader is engaged with uh, Phoenix, and he keeps casting spells at Phoenix, and he keeps like trying to block him with his shield, and, he, and he's like kicking the guy, and he's trying to use his. But it, oh, he doesn't have a shield anymore. He uses his great axe. He's like trying to push him down and keep doing it, uh, and. Uh, they're engaged in, in a, a fight up there, but it looks like neither's really succeeding. Bard is continuing to perform, hoping that he can beat your, your roll next turn, and it is now. Another one is attacking Thaddeus, <coughs> missing. The one attacking David steps forward, attacks you for 18. <laughs> hit. Uh, he's getting brutalized. Is that a hit? It's a, it's a hit. And. 13. Okay. Is that a hit? No. Okay, so just one hit. Take ooh, 17 points of damage. Okay. Um, it is now. Hey. How are you doing, Dave? I'm minus one. David gets struck and kind of falls limp, and the guy yeah. kind of puts his foot on David's chest and pulls his axe out of him, and David falls to the ground. Um,. It is now. Four to one. First off, make your performance check, unless you're going to change your performance. Um. You try, are you going to continue to counter song? I feel like that might be one of the few things keeping us going right now. Then go ahead and roll your performance. Yeah. See if I can't be. I think I might. Darn. Really? Depends what you roll. 14. And everyone gets bigger again. Shit. Alright, let's see what else can I do here. I feel like I'm fighting four Banes. It's <sighs> terrible. Let me go over to David and continue trying to heal him again. I heal him 10 this time. David, 10 hit points. You open your eyes and you're on your back and you have no clue what just happened to you. The last thing you remember an axe is coming at you. Number four. Text that is. 18. Nope. He does not confirm the critical. 15 damage. Um, I'm on my back. It puts you at zero? Yeah. Ouch. And it is now David's turn. David, as you kind of open your eyes, you hear thump, and next to you is a big pile of armor. <laughs> Thaddeus. And you can totally shoot prone, by the way. Well, I can't shoot because nothing's loaded. That's true, but if you were able to reload a weapon, such as a pistol. Um, I load the pistol and shoot the one that knocked me down. Okay, go ahead. So if you reload it, he hits you for... Eight damage. Okay. You stay awake until you die. While you're dying, you can you, you can only do one thing. Fire, reload. 
That is it. <laughs> or draw a firearm. You can do Oops. nothing else. You That's can't talk, you can't move, shooters. you can only keep firing. Okay. Well, this, this attack was as a 24. The 24 is a hit. Seven. Oh, take another two points of damage. I forgot to add. One hit point damage because you attacked while you're below zero health. So as you shoot, you kind of like open up more wounds on you from stretching them out from firing. And uh, Thaddeus, you need to roll. Go ahead I'm at negative six. So go ahead and roll your constitution modifier. 11 plus 1. 12. You lose a hit point. Okay. So negative 7. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, Sergio, you saw him heal himself. So you have you have the feeling that if you can get him back awake, you can start healing again. Phoenix is still entangled with the leader, and he picks up the leader and throws him down the hill. And then he... Uh, you know, walks to him. Kind of like the Terminator just always walking, somehow always catches up there, right? He's kind of like walks to the guy with his great axe drawn. It is now the Bard's turn. The Bard's going to continue his performance. And he is going to... It's number two. He's attacking Thaddeus. Thaddeus. What is your AC without your shield? And without your dex modifier? 19. 19. So, because you're prone, it's 19 minus 4. So that's... 15. Huh? 15? 15. Okay, he hits. He does. Only three damage. Another one that's going to attack him. He's going to miss. And the one that is next to David is going to attack. David does a 10. Beat your AC. You're prone. Minus four. So whatever your AC is, minus four. 13. And he's... You kind of collect this as he comes right down with his axe. It's like a... It's almost comedic. Move. 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 And, um... It is now Sergio's turn. Alright. David, what's your points? Roll a three. So well, that's... before you do that. Before I roll? Before you roll, I believe you all have a potion that you got when you entered the plague lands. Yeah, I didn't you throw it out. can pour it down their gullet. Maybe he was a, a bartender in another life so he can just like uncork both and just drop them both at the same time. Flip <laughs> He's doing, like, he's doing flare bartending while you guys are fighting flare potion. Let's go with uh, Thaddeus first. Okay. Since he has healing Thaddeus, abilities. he opens your mouth and... Thaddeus, you get 3d8 plus 5 health back. And 11, 16. So, 6 health. You at you kind of uh, you get back, but you're on your back. Mm-hmm. Uh, my shield's on top of me, right? It's next to you. Uh, you will not get its AC until you grab it on your turn, but it's not your turn. Still do I need to do, do a uh, performance check again? Right. Right. So that's uh, that's uh, 22. He beats you. That's 24. Right. Um, he keeps pl- he keeps dancing. Everybody's still strong. You still have a move action. Okay. Um, can I use that move to swiftly pop the other potion into Dave's mouth? No, it's a standard action. Okay, fine. Um, you can use a move action to take his potion out of his pocket because you just used yours. 
that you're okay. ready next time. Then I uh, will do that. All right. You see him fondling David. Uh, and he ends up fondling? Yeah, you go through his clothes and you pull out the potion. Uh, Bad choice of word. Uh, it is now number four. Thaddeus. You. Does a 18 beat your AC? No, it does not. Remember, this is your AC minus dexterity. 19. Minus shield. Who definitely hits you. Nine. Uh, zero. True right, zero. Able, but you're not knocked out. Which means you can drink your potion and you'll be fine. Or use your laying hands about The potion cure serious wounds does 3d8 plus 5. And I don't know what your laying hands ability does. But conveniently is now David's turn. Who is keep shooting, so you can keep shooting. Yeah, I load and shoot the pistol again at the guy knocked me down. So you look at him and he's like he even looks like he doesn't have the sense to drink, he's just kinda of like blonde. Have you ever seen the NSA in Private Ryan where he's shooting the tank? Like all he can do is just keep shooting that pistol. That's what David's at right now. Uh, you reload and shoot the pistol? Is that what you said? Yep. Take eight damage. You guys stab, he hits you on the as you're on the ground. Okay. And now shoot him. David, in the face. You want to do eight damage or more? Uh, I roll a 14. Hit. Go ahead and do eight damage. You want to do eight damage or more? Nope. What'd you I, get? I only got a uh, three. Oh, okay. You shoot him. He looks terrible though. You kind of like you're shooting and you kind of hit his shoulder. You can't quite hit him right. Thaddeus, it's your turn. Oh uh, yeah, I chug my potion. Drink, 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 drink. Go ahead and uh, roll 3d8 plus 5. 14, 15. 15. And you can stand up. Uh, yeah, and I put my shield in front of me. Oh, you grab your shield too? Yeah, as I'm getting up, I grab my shield and put it right in front of me. Okay, you grab your shield and you kind of prep yourself up. Alright, you get up and you have your shield about you. You used all your actions. Mm-hmm. Um, the leader, while he's on his back, touches the ground, and the ground around him starts splitting open, and uh, uh, Phoenix jumps back and avoids falling into a pit. And then he uh, kind of goes back a little bit, takes a running jump, and jumps onto this little almost platform that's now been created. Uh, there's a pit all around them, the leader. So they're fighting, there's a pit all around them. Magic's going off left and right, and he swings his axe. Um, Bard keeps his performance. Number two. I hate that guy. Number two attacks Thaddeus. Thaddeus, does a 19 beat your AC? No, it does not. What about Thank a God for the shield. 18? Nope. What about a... How many attacks do you get? He gets, he gets two. I'm facing three guys. You're facing three guys, and they each get two. Um, yeah. And this one definitely hits. Take 10 points of damage. What is it? Ten. No, no. What is the what is the roll? Oh, it's an eighteen plus nine. Twenty-seven. Yeah. Ten points of damage. Yep. I'm at five. Okay. And uh, these guys, you like these guys? I'm at six. Sorry. Especially with the bard, these guys are very like intimidating. Even without the bard, they're big men. They're not like when you think of somebody who's like fit. Like think of like the Roman picture of a perfect body with the abs and all that. Now think of the worker man's body. Somebody who works in construction all his life, he's kind of big and bulk. They kind of double that. That's what these guys look like. Uh, and then they have their 
incredibly vicious skulls on. Uh, it is now the one that's going to attack David. Six points of damage on David. I'm dead. Oh no. What's your constitution Wait. score? 14. And what's your AC? 17. Oh, sorry, not AC, I meant constitution score. 14. It's what? 14. And you're at negative? I was at negative one. How much damage was... What's your current HP? Negative one. You have to get to negative 14 to die. I know, but what did you just hit me with? Five, right? So no. What did I just say, guys? Uh, no, I'm sorry. I was at negative 10. 5 makes it negative 15. And you have 4. Oh, man. <sighs> Crap. David releases his breath. <laughs> and no. you hear him breathing. When he stops firing, his gun falls to the side. And it's now Sergio's turn. Sergio, you have the potion in your hand right above his face. It can still work. <laughs> can it? I'm asking, can this actually possibly be a thing? Rules is written, though. Rules is written. <laughs> so you're telling me you're only one point into death? Yeah, I was a, I need 14. You know, would make me dead, right? Minus 14. It would if make you dead. Technically, I want to point out that CPR, people are technically dead and they still come back. So. <laughs> I'm dead. By one point. I don't think we have that kind of modern medicine here. Mm. No, we have sugar water. Because of two reasons. One, he's only one point into death. It was not like, he's not like negative 53. Right. And two, because this is like your first real encounter. I don't want to kill you. I'll be merciful and this potion will work on him. Plus, he's also got the Die Hard thing. I mean, come on, Die Hard. There you go. He Check. definitely went out. Something like went that. out firing. That's true. Just, just, uh, just shove the potion down his throat. Yeah, I put it down his throat. I'm just kind of like, you know, banging on his heart. David, just like, wait, where you up? David, roll yeah. 3d8. That five. That 25. 25. Wait, I rolled the 3d8 three times, right? No, you roll. The D8 three times. Right, and add them all together. And then five. Yeah, 25. Get 25 health back. Unless you guys want me to keep rules written, I mean, I can just have them die. Nah. No, he's pounding. You, you just hear uh, Sergio pounding, and I'm saying, live. Or whatever he was saying. And he pours the thing down him. It's like going down his mouth. He's like scooping it into his mouth. And uh, closes his mouth, puts it back down. And David, you cough. And like liquid kind of comes out of your mouth. And you kind of open your eyes. And you, and you look around you. There's Sergio hovering right over you with his mullet, just shining in the sun. And he looks God. like he looks like an angel. <laughs> More than the man in the white suit ever did. Mm. And you look next to you and there's your pistol. And there's his rifles around you. And Thaddeus. No. I rolled a twenty and then a one, so it was not good. I think it's about as not confirmed as you can get. <laughs> Take uh, six points of damage. And that is does oh, a oh. twenty beat raising. That took six points of damage. Yeah, it does now. Is it conscious again? Again. Use your freaking lay on hands, Thaddeus. I can't. Oh, <laughs> uh, sir, do you still have a move action? Hey, hold on. I, I 
Hold on. You, 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 I apologize. My fault. <laughs> I got a 15 last no, round. No, no. I'm stopping you. We're going back because I made a mistake. We're okay. against a move, and I will re-roll that. Okay. Give you a chance to okay. Okay. Um, I'm trying to recalculate how many times I've used the level one spells today. I have. And I don't fudge dice, guys. By the way, so the rolls are the rolls. Uh, I fudged a rule right now, but I told you I did it. These dice rolls are the dice rolls. Question. Yeah. The uh, lay on hands. I can only use one of those at a time. Or can I multiply their effect? I'll tell you. How many times have I? Yeah. How many times have I used cure light wounds today? No, once. Only once. Only once. If you're sure, then I'll just. Yep. Okay. You used it once in David, then use the potion to make a Thaddeus and make a potion. Okay. Um. Then I'll use that on uh, Thaddeus. Uh, Ooh. Right. When you're mm -hmm. casting on yourself, Dom, it's a swift action. Which means. Which means you can do it twice. You can use a swift, and then you can replace your move with a swift and do it again. Cool. You can do it twice right. On everyone else, though, it's a... Uh, let's get to do that. So, boom, four, five. All right, so it's a nine. Oh, it's actually a standard action on everyone else, but a swift for you. What'd you say there, uh, Ward? Nine hit points. Nine hit points on Dom? Mm -hmm. On David. All right, receive back nine Dom. hit points, Dom. Now, you just better hope I don't really crit you again. Six, seven, eight, nine. Wait, hold on. Yeah, it was good. I had fifteen. Twenty-two. No, it doesn't hit me. He drops his glaive, and the other guy attacks you twice, and one hits you and one misses. Four. Four. For twelve damage. Uh, twelve. Okay. And it is now David's turn again. David, you need to stand up. There's a move action. And which, as you get up, which weapon are you grabbing? Wait, why do I need to stand up? Because you're prone to being knocked unconscious. You don't have to stand up, you're right. You can Does that count as a move action? You get, you get minus four to your AC while you're on the ground. It does count as a move action to stand up. But, can I load and shoot? You can. On the guy that's... That's correct. But if you yeah. don't put him down, he's almost guaranteed to hit you next time. He has to roll like a one in this game. Attack of opportunity. If I stand up, there's an attack of opportunity, right? No. Hmm. I take that. But, okay, you, but if you if you put him down with your bullet, he's dead. Like he's close to death, so it is really up to you to attack. And if I stand up, I can't shoot. That's correct. Now I shoot. I'm in front of you. I'm 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 in front of you on the other side, so no one's getting teams through there. That's right. Go ahead if and you shoot. just. If you just want to blow his brains out. Yeah, I shoot. Shoot. Beautiful. 19. Hit. Do more than uh, five points of damage. Do five or more. Two. Six. His skull shatters. <laughs> falls backwards. To David. I love this picture. David's like getting hit and he keeps like he keeps reloading and firing as the guy keeps stabbing at him when he finally dies. He wakes up. What's the first thing he does? Picks up his pistol and blows the guy's skull apart. Uh it's trying to do a movie. That is all your actions. Now Thaddeus' turn. Got time. So you can switch action to heal yourself, and if you want to do it twice, it takes up your move. Twelve. I'm gonna do one right now. Let me see what I get to. 
18. 18? Yeah, there's one, there's three guys in front of me, right? Yep. One guy was bleeding pretty bad. So you have a move and a standard left. 26. Okay, and then I'm gonna try and cut this guy's head off. 26 is a hit. No, I, that's my health. So that's my HP. You get 26 hit points left back? No, I have 26 hit points in total. Oh, okay, I was gonna say, I don't think my hand's that good. 19. Plus. Forget. Uh, 8. It's a hit. 1d8 plus 3. 8, 9, 10, 11. Okay, not looking too good. Um, that is it for you. You see, um, the leader and Phoenix are fighting, and, um, is now the bard's still gonna perform. And, let's see, number three is dead, but number two is dead. Number two is attacking with a double attack. And he is being buffed by the bard. I have rolled so many 20s today. But it does not confirm. Uh, nine damage. He swings twice, once is a miss, the other one hits you. And the one that was fighting David is dead, making it Sergio's turn. So going forward with this counter song thing, doesn't really seem to be terribly effective deep. Well in I will the fight. say your bonus is better than his, you just have been rolling really well. Yeah. But thing is it's not this bard needs to die. That's what I'm saying. Yep. So, I kind of want to just cancel his performance completely if I can. Okay, you can, and you can switch to another performance. It's free action to cancel. Um, thinking either distraction or or distracting cacophony, which is a spell. Actually, I could do that while continuing what I'm doing right now, couldn't I? Let's give that a shot. So you're gonna do first off, make your uh, your your performance check. Twenty six. All the guys' muscles get smaller again. And it is now number four's turn. Who's going to attack? That is twenty three. Twenty four. Breaks even. Twenty eight. Hits. Take thirteen points of damage. Uh, okay. David, you hear Phoenix yell at you. Uh, take that bard's head off! And it's your turn. But now I'm down on the ground, right? You are. There's, there's no one facing him, right? That's correct. So there's, you don't actually need to stand up. Right, so I lose. I, but the only weapon I can use is the pistol in one turn. That's correct. You'd have to, for your rifle, you'd have to load a pistol. Uh, since it's far away, it goes against the normal. The armor will work, so it's harder to hit. But your rifle will get past the Load the rifle. Yeah, so with my move, can I stand with my move? You can. I stand with my move, and standard is I load the dragon's bane. Okay. It is now Fatty Sister. Can I, do I get two swift actions? If you replace your move with a swift action, yes. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna do one my own hands. Okay. Four, uh, that's 17, I'm gonna use one smite evil. Okay. 
I'm, I'm guessing that these guys are evil. You are guessing, so go ahead. Tell me what this seems like. Uh, I see here you have a spell that you're going to want to think about in the future mm-hmm. called Hero's Defiance. Thanks. The instant before you reduce to zero or fewer hit points, you can expend a use of your Lay of Hands ability to heal yourself. Plus an additional that? 1d6 hit points. Ah! Son of a gun, I forgot I had those. You want to use that in the future. Yeah. Um, yeah, I rolled a 19. Okay. And that's a hit. Is that a critical? It is not. Do you, yes, you do crit on. Uh, you need to roll to check if it's a critical. Seven, no. Well, plus all those bonuses you just gave yourself. Uh, so, 19 plus four. Well, the, 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 the roll you just rolled now. Seven. Plus. Eight, nine, ten, eleven. No, plus my attack critical. bonus? Normal attack. Okay. And, uh, roll my d8. Sure. You're attacking, right? Just roll your d Four plus five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Okay. I believe. Eleven damage? Did you add the five? Yeah, uh, twelve. Sorry. Twelve. Very nice. I it was four. He's looking real bad. He's looking beat up. His skull's cracked. He's bleeding from most feathers. Uh, underneath his feathers. Um, leader and the guy are fighting. They're still locked in combat. It's epic, I'm sure. Bard is dancing. Number two, Taxidius. Uh, I'm sure that hits. What is it? 18 plus 9. Uh, yeah, it does. 10 damage. Okay. Sergio's turn. Do any of those three guys still have... Who's the one that has, uh, is the least damaged? The least damaged? There's one guy that's untouched. One guy that's barely touched and one guy that's wrecked. All right, let me go use Unwitting Ally on the one that is untouched. Okay, what does that do? Uh, Befuddles his mind, target is difficulty telling friend from foe for a short period. The subject is considered your ally, not your enemy's ally, while determining flanking. Subject makes another hostile action against your enemies due to this effect. Okay, dude, one guy stops fighting you. You now get a plus two bonus to attack uh, the other two people in front of you, Thaddeus. He's helping you flank them. Oh, cool. He seems to stop getting aggressive. Oh, I need to do a performance check, don't I? Yes. You, are you still counter? Yeah, you are. Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. Ah, oh, this is horrible. <laughs> Alright, so it's uh, 13. The muscles grow again. Yeah. But I got a flank attack. The guy, yep, you will once your turn. The guy won't attack you because he just became your friend. Uh, the other guy... Use that guy as a shield. 15. Uh, 25. 25. Against your AC, that is. Uh, yeah, it hits. 11. Okay, yeah, uh, minus 4. You're at negative 4? Yeah. Dude, you're not... Ah, but you have that ability. It was defiant. Yeah, I'll use it. Plus... 1d6 hit. What, you can use that twice or something? Uh, my own hands? No, I'm talking about the, the spell. Oh, here's the fine. Six. Alright, so you don't go down. 
Um, David, something I noticed you haven't been doing. I don't know if it's been on purpose. I doubt it has been. But I want, if you look on your... I was rolling. Uh, David, if you look on your character sheet here, mm -hmm. you see like where there's grit points and things? You have a couple of special abilities you can do with your grit points that you can do only you can do because you're a gunslinger. Okay, so the bard is a bit out of your range. So if you hit him with your rifle, you would go against his normal AC. But you have a, a ability called Dead Eye, where if you use a grit, uh, you can hit his. You can go past his arm as a hit. Okay. So I would recommend using that so that it's easier to hit the bar. <laughs> okay. Okay. Sounds good. Because mm. normally every range increment, like the rifle is a range increment of like 60 feet or something, everything outside of that, you get minus two to hit. And so if you use the script, that doesn't happen anymore. Okay. Okay. Let's go ahead and uh, you, you take away one grit from your pool, which you start mm -hmm. out with... Uh, I got four. Four in a day. Go ahead and uh, fire away. You might want to read these deeds so for the future you know some, what you can do. Uh, 13. Hit. 17. Damage. Damage. Yikes. Wow. You shoot him and he needs to make a concentration check. Which he fails, but doesn't actually no, it doesn't matter because word already stopped him. Uh, you shoot him, and his arm nearly comes off. He looks like he can't even move it anymore, and he's bleeding profusely from his shoulder. And uh, the bullet right out of the back of his arm. He's holding it, and uh, it is now the person for the fighting sister. This is it is now Sergio's turn. So that one guy is still our buddy, right? Oh, no, no, the duration is only one round. You'd have to cast it again. Okay, so how hurt right now is, is their bard? Did he just He, he looks just like shot if he got shot again by that same bullet, he would have died. Okay, um, I want to try and use distraction. Well, remember, his spell's already not working right now. Okay, well, in that case, I'm going to switch it up to Inspire Courage again. All right, go ahead. Everybody gets right. plus two to their attack and their damage rolls. Um, you still have move action. Alright, um... Thaddeus and Dave, how are you guys looking HP-wise? Uh, plus two. Plus two. I have one more lay on the hand. And I'm, uh, plus ten. Plus ten. Alright, and, uh... I can't use move action to heal, but... Let me go over and try and get closer to, uh, Thaddeus so that I can Great. maybe offer him some healing. Alright. Thaddeus, everyone attacks you. 26, does that hit you? Yeah, it does. You take 6 points of damage. Can I. Uh, you only have one more use that spell, yes, you can. Cool. So then you have no more, that spell's gone. One. Ta! Oh, wow. Okay, so I hands plus 1d6. I get three because I didn't only roll one d6 last time. Okay, do you have that many land hands left though? No, I mean I only rolled one d one d6 last time. Oh, okay. 
How many land hands do you have left? One. This this would be my last one. Oh, okay. Three, seven, ten. All right. Uh, so now so minus six points. Four. Six. Yeah, four. Okay. I could four. Miss, miss. And David's turn again. Um, if I use Deadeye again, then can I load and fire the pistol without a penalty? Yes, and instead of getting a minus four, you'll only get a minus two. Yeah, I do that. Okay. Uh, 23. Still hit. You go right past armor. So and good. so now the damage is the same, right? Yep. Plus two from word performance. Ooh, right, right. Meaning plus two, plus my one, so it's a plus three. Uh, I don't know what your attack is. It's a plus one. Yes, damage. It's a plus three. Yep. To damage. Yep, to damage. It's one d eight plus three. So eight. I don't mind saying that is exactly how much HP you had left. You shoot and you hit him right in his head, and his skull explodes and he falls. Nice. Blood is everywhere. And that leaves now just the three people in front of Thaddeus. Speaking of Thaddeus, it's your turn. One looks absolutely terrible, the other one looks barely hurt, the other one looks untouched. But the untouched one is not hurting you. Actually, now it's you lost your flanking because he didn't cast a spell again, so now it's back at you. How much more of that healing stuff you got? I can use it two more times. And it's cure light wounds, right? Yeah. So it's the least one possible. Eco Pogum, Eco Um. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna bring my sword down on this guy's head. I'm tired of it. Do it. 15 plus. Okay. 3, 4, 5. 5 damage? Yes. Son of a gun! These guys are resilient. You slice him, and he's bleeding from all sorts of new orifices that you gave him. <laughs> What's that? He's ready to die. And that was including the bonus. Oh, did you add your plus two to damage from his performance? Seven. Kill him. Yes. Good I remembering killed, word. I, I finally killed someone. Huzzah, baby! Huzzah! Well, thank you, word. You're welcome, sir. Good job. Oh, and he falls down the ground. So there's and still that. Was there still that one guy? Two guys. One is two guys. And one is barely hurt. And they look at each other. That's how he goes down. And he points at you and goes. And then the guy kind of pounds on his chest. And he kind of you know, holds this great axe with two hands. You should think of taking up Klingon. Oh, please. You guys look over and you've been so distracted. You now look over at what Phoenix and the leader are doing. They're off of that little mouth of, of the earth, and you see Phoenix is fighting with an earth elemental. It is this creature made of rock, a living rock, and it's pounding at him, and he's, like, he's taking these heavy hits, Then he's like trying to dodge, and he's trying to destroy this thing made of rock, and he, he's, he's, tonguing, he's taking a lot of chunks out of it, but the other, le the leader thing is like behind it, and you see him like he's healing himself. Son of a jerk. And it is uh, the Gulf of Arts dead. Or it is dead, 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 dead. No performance, no more helpful. Uh, number two attacking Thaddeus. Miss. It's not very good. Sergio's turn. Alright. 
شنو مير ماني شنو مير ماني 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 Okay, apparently that's the... <coughs> so that's nine. Uh, nine hit points. Then... Nine hit points, I've been hanging on for dear life, but... <laughs> our armor... I mean, there, there's something to be said for heavy Don't worry guys, armor. dragons are harder than this. Uh, so <laughs> uh, I hope we level up before then. <laughs> but, um, let's see. Can I do anything else? I'm left with the move action, right? You are left with the move action. Can I use magic? No, I probably can't. Oh, wait. Move action. We can fire things during move action, right? Fire things? Oh, uh, like the way, um, David was firing a pistol earlier. I knew he was on the ground, but still. No, he, he was using a move to reload it in the stinger. Oh, okay. Alright, so... Can I load up my light crossbow? Sure can. No, you, you're playing an instrument, right? I'm not sure if you can... Actually, no, you're light. right, you're right, I am playing my instrument. Uh, I'll, I'll just keep doing that, because okay. it keeps them strong. Uh, okay. Does it... What? It's 23 beat racing. Uh, Thaddeus? No. Okay. Ching! Nice. And only one attack because the guy's dead. David's turn. You just killed the bard. There's uh, two guys left on Thaddeus. Both the guys on Thaddeus aren't hurt yet, right? Uh, one is. One's barely, the other one's untouched. By the way, this is the first time you've seen um, Phoenix without his helmet on. He's got maybe shoulder length hair. It's kind of gray-white, kind of smoky thing. But he's moving so much you can't really see his face. I uh, load and shoot the pistol at the hurt one. He's 30. Wow! Damn. Is that a natural 20? No, it was an 18 plus 10 plus 2. Well hit. And the damage I did is... Six, uh, 8. I'm waiting for you to crit, because when you crit, most people only do two time, times two damage, you do times four. Oh, that's beautiful. So what you say, eight? Mm-hmm. That's what... Firearms are good at getting past armor, and... Um, Freaking critical. Uh, that makes it Thaddeus' turn. Uh, yeah, I'm going to take my sword to this other guy, the good. one that's wounded. Do it. I miss. <laughs> okay. Now that now that you mentioned that, that's it. That is kind of what I'm good for, Caleb. I'm kind of good for taking a beating, and not necessarily no one else does. Yeah, dishing out a bunch, but no one else takes it. Uh, all right, twenty-five uh, attack roll. Me? Yeah. Twenty-five gets through me. Gets through me. Yeah. Five hit points damage. Uh, um. Eight. Sergio. I'll give distraction a shot. Alright, so everybody, you no longer have your plus two. Oh, fascinating. Let me make a DC 16. There's two. 
<laughs> I rolled a 20 and a 1. Um, which means one successfully and one doesn't. So one, the one who has been hit at all, just kind of starts staring at you. Just kind of listening to your sexy sax. Awesome. And you still have a move action. Mm. I don't know what to do with those move actions. You do nothing if you wish. <laughs> I'll just stick it where I am. Thaddeus, two strikes against you, hit your shield, don't hurt you. David's turn. Uh, load and fire pistol at the wounded one. Do it. <laughs> just like. <laughs> He's a slinger. I don't have the plus two anymore, right? No. Uh, 21. Hit. You guys now see why people don't bother the horned men. Yeah. Three damage. It's now... That is his turn. One guy's just staring at the bard. And the one who's hurt is still trying to fight. Uh... I'll stab the guy who's hurt. 12 plus... Eight. Plus eight is. Hit. That's that's what that plus eight next to my sword means, right? Yeah. Okay. Hit. Cool. Plus eight. Seven plus. No plus. Oh, no, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten. Nice. It's looking pretty bad. And it is now. Uh, those two are still fighting over there. The guy finally put down the earth elemental, and the uh, the um, the leader has now surrounded himself with fire. And uh, this guy. And uh, Phoenix is still fighting him. And it is now. Missing this. Going back to roll one bitch. Sergio's turn. Okay. I want to enthrall. Actually, what is um, Thaddeus? What's your current health? Seven. Seven. Let me use cure light wounds on him. All right. You're aware this won't let you use enthrall. Yeah. Well. Yeah, but I can continue doing what I'm doing. Maintaining the uh. Fascinate, right? Yep. Okay. They actually, they get a, a, a roll every turn, and he breaks out of the fascination. All right. Uh, yeah, it's it's ten HP. Uh, so seventeen. Right. Yes. Now it is. The four is no longer enthralled. Will attack you. And he will miss you. Oh, fine. It's David's turn. Load pistol and shoot the hurt one. Do it. I see a pattern. Twenty-six on the attack. Hit. I'm really liking his aim. Ugh. Imagine Two. if you had a revolver and you just keep pulling the trigger. Two damage. Okay. Mm. He's not looking really good. Thaddeus' turn. Uh, bring the sword down again. 
14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. Yep. Four. Now, number two's turn. The one who. Not confirm the critical, but it does do six damage. It is now Sergio's turn. Alright, I'm gonna go back to doing. You know what? I'm gonna inspire courage again. Oh! The other guy who is who is almost dead is staring at Sergio. The other guy? Yeah, I forgot to roll your last turn. I only rolled for fascinate on one of them. Oh, okay. So the other guy is still He's fascinated. Staying. Yep. But now he gets a new save, unless you're changing your performance. Well, you said he's almost dead, though, right? Yes. They mm. both have to try a save right now if you get performance. Then let's just go for me switching up my performance to inspire courage. Okay, done. You all get plus two to your attack and damage, and it was now fourth turn. Roll a one and a two, so it's, it's fine to say that it missed you. David's turn. You know what I do. I do. You do it well, sir. Eighteen on the attack. Hit. Eight damage. You kill it. Nice. It falls to the ground, blood running everywhere down from the grass. Leaving just that one untouched guy left. Um, to speed things up, you kill him. Because I'm sure it's what's going to happen. And, uh, and right after you kill him, you see uh, four more come over the hill. Oh, and um, one gets to jump on Phoenix. And the other, they're all converging on Phoenix. So Phoenix is kind of pulled away from the leader. And he looks like he can handle himself. He's taken on all four by himself. And he screams through you, to you. And as he says it, you can see the blood drilling down his mouth. He says, kill the leader and the rest will run. And uh, the leader is by himself. And there are four agents. He's handling them very gracefully. Like one knocks him down, he takes off his knife, he stabs it in the foot, and then uh, uses it, uses that guy to push himself back up. And he pulls out a short sword now, so now he's using a short sword to send his great axe anymore, and he's, he's engaging them. Uh, it is now we'll, we'll uh, take it to Thaddeus. And we got to face the leader. Yep. Uh, he's still not encircled in fire, right? The fire is gone. Uh, I run at him with my shield. Nice. So I knock, so I knock him over. Yeah. Four. Nothing. You you go to do it, and when you hit it, like like where did you go? You see standing behind you now. Is that including the inspiration? And he touches you. And son of a gun. Hmm. He touches. Sounds listen, kind of. Uh, listen, I'm not into that whole. He puts his hand yeah. in the flat. Bestiality kind of thing. Yeah, no. hand, hand. Bloody right skulls. Tell you you're gross. <laughs> you're gross too, jerk. <laughs> I'm not the one with a skull for a head. Exactly. 
You take eight damage as wounds just open up upon you. This is the opposite of cure uh, light wounds, it's inflict light wounds. Eight damage, uh, I'm negative one. He you see him touch the back of Thaddeus, and Thaddeus crumples. She's at Sergio's turn. Alright. Gonna go over and uh, cure um, Thaddeus. I uh, give him 11 HP. Alright, you wake up again, Thaddeus. This seems like a pattern that you wish not to repeat, but is continuing to repeat. Current theme. It's David's turn. That sound, sounds like my first night in uh, Cabo San Lucas. David's turn. I load Dragon Bane. You load Dragon Bane. That sounds so cool. That is your turn. Um, well, shield bashing didn't work. You still inspiring courage there, work? I believe so, yeah. Great. I'm, I'm gonna try. I think a more basic approach and just try and hit him till it breaks. You get up and you split his hand. I miss him. You miss him. It goes right through him as he kind of like almost vibrates out of existence and vibrates back into existence. Oh, is this that dude? And he. Am I, who am I fighting? The Flash? Wait. The Flash can vibrate so fast. Right, right, Objects right. move through him, not in him. This guy. He kind of. Hits his chest and then opens up his arms and flame spurts out of all around him. Everyone make a reflex save. Okay, reflex, reflex. Eleven. Reflex, Eleven. where are you? There it is. Seventeen. Which uh, is that a D twenty? D twenty plus reflex. Okay. So, I got a nine. Okay. I got eleven. Okay, uh, Word and David, you both take uh, 10 hit points of damage, dominantly at 5. So fire goes all around you, and you see like one of the barbarians okay. scream as he's set on fire. And, uh, and, uh, but, you know, like Phoenix kind of ducks down and, and uh, guy keeps fighting, and the guy who's screaming, he cuts off his head. Oh. Oh. The skull falls to the ground. Beautiful. And that makes it Sergio's turn. I'm at zero hit points, so am I down? Yeah, you fall down to one knee. You're essentially prone. <laughs> but you can keep on shooting. Mm -hmm. Every time you shoot, you lose a hit point. And since you're at zero, by the way, you can you can also uh, you can do other actions, other standard actions. But once you're below zero, the only standard action you can do is shoot. I'm gonna try a level by on this jerk. Remember, Lullaby doesn't actually put them to sleep. But it makes them drowsy and attentive. Mm -hmm. Okay, you do it. <sighs> then what? Nothing. <sighs> he is drowsy and inattentive. Good, he will not be so attentive to us trying to kick his face in. Um, David's turn. Um, a fire. Fire dragon thing. Dragon thing. Well, I like you. Remember that courage? Yeah. 29. Hit. How much damage? Oh, wait. Oh, am I still inspired? Yes. You are. 31. <laughs> You're still hit. Definitely still hit. 
jealous. <laughs> yeah, why were you critical? Uh, 15. Wow, nice. really? Nice. That's nice. great. That's a good hit. Wow. It is. Uh, okay, wow. You this shoot him, and you, like, he almost spins around from the violence of the shot. And he holds himself, and he looks up at you, and he looks, like, really bad. He did more than half a set points. Daddy's his turn. Finish him off, Daddy's. Hit that sucker. Critical, 19. Roll to confirm. I don't confirm it. Aww. What does this confirm? You roll to make sure it's a critical. But you do do max damage. <laughs> okay. So you don't you don't worry that it says 1d6, you just do 6 plus whatever. 6 plus... I need 9! Hit him a 9. Nice. Alright. Um, he is... He falls down to one knee. And Sergio, it's your turn. Sergio, you could kill him if you could just do one point of damage. Kick him in his face. Alright. Kick him right in his face. Well, you can load and fire your crossbow, right? In one move. True. I can do that, right? Yep. So, let's go with that. Go ahead and try to hit him. Now, it's faster with the light crossbow than the heavy crossbow, right? Mm -hmm. Well, so. it takes, takes just, just takes uh, less time to reload. Okay. Out then. Crikey. One, 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 one. Okay, one, two. Six. Why did you? you what did, why did you say six, Thaddeus? For what? Damage. Huh? Ah, uh, I thought I rolled a. My when bad. You, when you roll a natural eight. twenty, you get whatever the max of your dice would be. So if yeah, twenty-eight eight. plus three, you automatically get eight plus three. So you killed him. Eleven. Okay. I'm sorry, Sergio. He stole it from you. Uh, how would you like to? Oh. So you killed him. Um, okay. Can I bring my sword and split his head open? Yes. Just like, like straight down. Sure. Oh yes, impale right through him. When you do that, you notice that instead of a man wearing a skull for a head, there was no human head in there. <laughs> the skull is his head. Oh, man. He was a just kind of magical As creature. he says that, there's a thunderclap. And the uh, uh, more barbarians that are coming over the hill stop, and they all start running away. And there's uh, Phoenix has managed to put down two of the men, and the other two run away, and one that he's running away, he stabs in the back and kills it while the other one gets away. <laughs> and he's kind of panting. And he kind of, uh, you just see Phoenix is panting heavily, but his back to, to you. And he drops his, his sword and he puts his hands on his knees. Oh, man. What do you guys do? And, and, and try to keep in mind that several of you were unconscious a couple times. One of you was close to death. And by close to death, I mean you actually died, but I didn't kill you. Uh, so try to, try to include that in your roleplay. Yeah. Word, right. congratulations on not taking one point of damage. <laughs> oh no no no! At the end, the fire got you. That's right. He 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 took a. Uh, That's true. Um, what's Ten it called? Um, shrapnel damage. That's right. That's about it. I guess we go over to him. Well, not we, but I go over to him. Okay. Sort of look at him like. He looks up oh. at you, 
And Sergio, his face is dreadfully pale. You have seen this kind of face before when you guys first encountered the vampires. This kind of pale Ooh. complexion. Thinking, thinking back to that, I kind of wonder if he is one of them. He looks at you and says, Are you okay? And by saying that, you look at him, and you wonder the same thing about him way more than you worry about you. You yeah. see now, he has a big spot on his side that is uh, a lot of blood coming out of it. The acid ate through his armor on his side and got to him and ate mm. through his wrist. That happened, that happened early on, too. It did. This guy's been fighting with that. It's nuts. We need to get you to... Uh, it's a medical attention of some sort. He says, In, I'll be maybe. fine. How are you? They're, they're doing. They're alive. Trailblazers is part of the Trailblazer Network. For more Pathfinder podcasts, visit tblazer.net. Your players have been David, Dom, and Word, and Caleb has been your GM. I've been Nicholas Laborde. Thanks for listening.